Get out. Sorry, man. Get out! Yo! <laughs> Rose, we gotta go. Is everything okay? Rose, the keys. Just get the keys. I don't know where they are. Rose! Sink into the floor. Wait, 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 wait. Sink. What are you people? It's us. They look exactly like us. Guy Fieri Romp Rom-com Rom-com <laughs> That's what all of his shows are It's rom-com. a rom-com Between like, Him and food Well him and food But also Him and Usually at least One of the judges Sure Oh sure. wait it, I'm thinking of Guy's Grocery Game Specifically <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of A masterpiece Honestly I mean yeah Cause it's like Supermarket sweep Plus chopped Oh yeah, <laughs> which are like two of the best food Arguably competitions. Some of the best food competitions that have ever existed ever. ever. Yeah, not to be dramatic or anything. Um, but kind of like the best things ever. Ever. Uh, those are literally in no way related to the movies <laughs> that we're about to talk about. <laughs> like yes. they couldn't be less related. Yeah, we couldn't be further removed. Remember Jordan Peele's cinematic masterpiece that is Get Out. <sighs> And then his other cinematic masterpiece that is Us. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Holy shit. Okay. Well, let's, let's start with Get Out. Let's start with Get let's, Out. Let's, let's Get start out somewhere. Out early 2017. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see it like in theater? Hey, Lena. I think so. I cannot. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah. We definitely I mean, I'm did. pretty sure we did. I just can't remember it very well. Mm-hmm. Me either, but it's just not a. Well, I do remember the feeling of it. Yeah. I don't remember like where I was or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely. But yeah, that wasn't one I was going to miss. You were? Yeah. Nice. What were you doing in Napa? Uh, it was before any theaters like in close proximity sold alcohol. Oh, okay. Mm. So, uh, Bree specifically found um I don't remember what it's called, but it's a movie theater in Napa that serves alcohol. Uh, so we would go there. That's where I saw Doctor Strange. That's where I saw Get Out. Mm. Dang. With some, with some beer in hand. Well, all right. I thought there was a place in like Fremont or some like kind of like random-ish, uh, place. Mm -hmm. Somewhat nearby. Like that had like a theater that did like alcohol and like pizza to your, to your table. Fremont's not at all close to like Vacaville though. Is it closer than Napa, though? No. Oh, okay. No, hard no. Yeah. Fremont's, like, really close to San Jose. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And San Jose is, like, an hour and a half drive from Vacaville. Yeah, totally. I just forget how far Napa is I mean, Napa is still, like, 35 minutes. minutes. (sighs) Yeah. Okay. Well, it's It's, not the most insane, then. (laughs) No, but it's, like, it's closer. It's definitely closer, yeah. Totally. Anyway. Uh, So... So we'd all seen this before. Yeah, totally. But then... We've all watched it since then, right? Several times. Yeah. Several times. It's definitely one of those movies that, like, I'm not, like, I'm very, like, happy to just throw on. Especially, like, uh, initially kind of after seeing it. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack. (laughs) Totally. I think, I mean, I think part of what it it is, I was kind of thinking about this recently, about, like, what 
there are like certain movies, like horror, thrillery things that are just like things that I'm down to throw on. And for me, a lot of the times it's things that are more cerebral and less like gory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like As Above, So Below is... It has it, gore, it, but like... some gore, but it's not anything. It's not like Saw. It's not like... Uh, uh, fucking, Friday the 13th. A uh, Rob Zombie movie. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, just like a slasher It's like thing. a very palatable But it's more about like psychologically what's happening yeah. and just kind of what's happening around them. And like same with like... Uh, I mean, yeah, same with like Get Out while there is like some gore in yeah, it. And like Annihilation. Yeah, There's it's like, like mostly cerebral. Yeah. And just mostly thrillery kind yeah. of stuff. I was just thinking about like all the gore in As Above So Below and I feel like a lot of it's there's just like miscellaneous blood. <laughs> just like in like a ditch. I feel just like, like in a crevice. Somewhere. I feel like there's less like bleeding wounds and more just like there's a there's a couple. There's of a couple, them. but there's also a river of blood. Yeah, that's true. That happens. <laughs> yeah. So um, but anyway, get out. Yeah. Do you remember like thoughts or feelings the first time or anything like that? I remember it like I knew that I was like excited about mm-hmm. it. Like, because I I had seen the trailers and I was like, oh, Jordan Peele, okay. Yeah. He's doing oh. the whole thing. Okay. I oh. even remember like seeing that in theaters, mm-hmm. I'm pretty uh-huh. sure. Yeah. And just being like, wait, what? And like, like the when the title comes up and it's like Jordan Peele, you're, and I'm just like, I'm like, like excuse? Su- I was like surprised, but then you're like, wait a second. Is he just like a secret genius and no one knows yet? I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah. Yes. comedic genius. Yeah, totally. Like we all knew that, but, but just also, like, but like, is he also genius. like, even but is he just a just, straight up genius? But it just got me like so hyped just to think, like, oh, is there, oh, like there was like a filmmaker just like in another, our midst. another yeah. side to him that yeah. like he hadn't shown yet. It, yeah, it's, it was fun because it's like he is so iconic for his comedy. Yeah. And he f- fucking crushes it. He's and hilarious. Now he's becoming iconic for his horror as uh, well, yeah. which is like kind of the dream. <laughs> yeah. As like a content creator, like to he's be so good at both. Multiple extremes. different genres. Yeah. Like, yeah, totally. he fucking killed it. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Uh, do you want to talk about like the plot of this movie at all? Sure. Um, uh, I don't remember the characters' names. Chris, Chris, uh, Chris. and Rose Chris. are like the main couple Chris that and we're Rose. following. Yeah. So Chris and Rose, they're going to her parents' place for the weekend or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, this is his first time meeting her parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's like natural tension already because she's white and he's, he's black. black. Yeah, and um. You know, it's like a hullabaloo getting there a little bit. They hit a deer. Fun times. They do hit a deer. The cop is being a real fucking cunt. I remember initially like being a little confused um, when he like goes to like look at the deer and like thinking about it in retrospect, I kind of like feel like it is a really good like uh, show of like his him his character like yeah. how curious he mm-hmm. is like morbidly kind of to a fault where it's like you probably don't need to see this but you dead want to dear but you're curious about it and like you probably don't need to stay in this situation that's probably going to be bad for you but you're kind of curious about it yeah you like, want to figure it out the point where it's like too late just about i feel like curiosity killed the cat i feel like bit. it's also but like satisfaction his... brought it back oh dang Empathy, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, while Rose is, like, not concerned, he's, mm-hmm. like, going off to, like, check it out. Totally. Yeah. And, like, which should have been... Which is 
Yeah, an an early, I guess a good indicator. An of her early character. indicator. Yeah, yeah, that I hadn't even thought about. Yeah, damn. Chris wore some really dope boots in that scene. Oh my god! In like the whole movie, I feel like his wardrobe is for sure really. But good. like in that scene, like they are, it shows his feet, and they're like these mm-hmm. like really dark brown boots with bright blue shoelaces. Oh, I'm like yeah. hell. Dang. Okay, I see what you're doing, and it's dope. Yeah, I have kind of like. A uh, pet theory that we'll get to about like all the color, like Ooh, uh, yeah, okay. sort of base stuff in the film. I um, I've picked up I picked up on a couple of the the color things. Yeah, meaning various. Okay, so they get stopped by a cop. A cop. The He's... cop wants to see his license, even though he wasn't driving. Uh-huh. Um, Rose exerts her white privilege. lady privilege mm-hmm. on that cop, which I feel like watching that scene, I was like, I know this game well. Um, cause yeah. I've, I've yelled at some cops before. Yeah. Um, and it totally is just like a privilege. Yeah. Um, honestly. When Amber and, uh, Derek were going to that concert mm-hmm. they, and they had, to, they got stopped on the bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, Amber had to assert her, uh, white lady privilege on a cop, essentially. Oh, fuck. Really? Kinda, yeah. Shit. Uh, and I'm just like. Good for you. I mean, using your powers for good right there. Good for you. Yeah. Cause even though she isn't white technically she is white passing mm-hmm. yeah totally I'm like, good for you good for she has she has white girl energy <laughs> she does have white girl energy. you know what i mean yeah yeah um, it is a, it is a game that i'm very familiar with though <laughs> yeah and it's just like an interesting thing because i feel like there's been a lot more uh just like things in the zeitgeist of being aware of your privilege and that's definitely like one thing that i think about from time to time is just yeah. the ability to talk to cops and sometimes in a very aggressive way and not really have to deal with the what repercussions was it that we were of it. The Bride of Chucky. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I was just about to bring about. We were watching Bride of Chucky last night. And somebody, um, and, a w- woman punches a cop. <laughs> yeah, she like lunges at a cop and yeah. fully punches him. And it's, She's played by Katherine Heigl. Yeah. So like <laughs> whitest we... white girl ever. Jennifer Beale is what you called her at <laughs> And first. then I was like, Jennifer Keel. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Katherine Heigl. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I don't, I like, I think I was thinking of like Jennifer Garner and Jennifer Beale and Katherine Heigl. And they Isn't it all Jessica kind of like, Beale? Jessica Beale and Jennifer Gardner Jennifer oh, God. and like Catherine Heigl and how they all kind of like fit in the same category in my brain yeah you know what I mean no absolutely of just kind of like straight laced white girl yeah um, generic white girl yeah we've got our but generic just, white they, dude in my brain they all just melted together and I was just working with that like puddle of Jennifer letters. Beale <laughs> close enough right Keel. Uh, uh, yeah no. I don't know anyway yeah. um, but like yeah like she pun- like hits a cop and then just walks away from it yeah is able to just like walk away yeah which is like bananas uh, bonkers yeah, yeah <laughs> totally. fucking absolutely cuckoo bananas yeah and that's that that's that white girl privilege that's that white right girl there. privilege yeah Something I appreciated, like, from, like, the first viewing of this movie was, like, when stuff like that would happen, mm-hmm. getting to really see it through Chris's eyes and just being like, uh-huh. Like, mm-hmm. um, like him just, everything was kind of matter of fact, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like, in react, you know, it's like the ID thing is, like, 
He's just like immediately handing over his ID. He's yeah, not, he was. Like, yeah, he was ready. Very compliant. And then yeah. just like when they're in the car, he's just like, eh, you know. Yeah. And I like, feel like that's the, for, the same reaction through a lot of like the early stuff in the mm-hmm, movie. Totally, Bef- because it's just like that's the world, and he knows it. Yeah, and he's just accepted his role in that. Uh, like, and he's just like, well, he's not trying to like rock the boat, yeah. really. Just like at early on, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. just trying to like. Everybody get along. He's trying it's to take a trip to like, see his girl, the love of his life's family. Damn. I think he Tragic. also just knows the difference yeah. between the level of extreme it can get to. And I think yeah. like mm-hmm. he seems like a respectable, like woke individual. Like he yeah. would do something if something needed to be done. Yeah. But it was just like situations where it's just like like it doesn't need to escalate. It doesn't need to escalate. This is like the casual racism that I just like. Yeah, is just totally. cropping Endure. up, which like yeah. comes up later too. With like after he initially like meets her parents and like um mm-hmm. all like the after the dinner stuff. Yeah, the scene where like Rose is like brushing her teeth and just being like, "Oh, this like my dad, like my man, my man, like he yeah. doesn't ever talk like that," and like. Yeah. Like, I'm um, so sorry. The thing about, this. like, her brother putting him in, like, a headlock. And, like, trying to, like, fight him, uh-huh. essentially. Yeah. Yeah, and her just brother's testing a real piece his of strength. Shit. Yeah. Her brother's a real, Well, no, I'm, like, ta- I'm talking to inhabited his body, but that's beside the point. Well, sure. Um, yeah. No, Rose's brother is, like, a real, yeah. a real piece of garbage. I've... See, I've only ever seen that kid in like one other thing, mm-hmm. I think, and it was like one of the weirdest movies I've ever watched. And I would like to go rewatch it. It was antiviral. Hmm. Um, there was something to do with like uh, people selling celebrities' diseases. Interesting. Hmm. It was a really weird movie, and I feel like I just like disassociated for like eighty-five percent of it because I'm like, I have yeah. every all of. The sets are just like stark white rooms. Hmm. I'm like, I am on another planet. Yeah. How weird. Huh. So I like that was my only experience with him. So it was like when I found out it was him, I was like, oh, this is weird. Yeah. He's a weirdo. (laughs) No, he's a weirdo. There was actually one thing that was kind of about him that I picked up on this last time that I watched it that I don't think I picked up on before where like, Mm -hmm. um, this is kind of late in the movie, Mm -hmm. but like where, um, what's the name of the guy who is uh going to be inhabiting Chris's body. The photog- the blind photographer. I don't remember he's his like name. He's like an art dealer. Oh, yeah, that's what yeah. it was. Um, yeah. but he's blind. He's played by Is that Rip Torn? No. No, who is it? It's somebody with like a name, like a grizzled man what name, a good right? Good name. Steven something? I don't know. Mm. I'm, I'm going to look it up. I, I know I don't know it yeah, yeah, very yeah. well. Um, but anyway, he says something about how like, "Oh, you're like one of the lucky ones I heard like his gathering mes- method is much like less pleasant than Rose's gathering method, mm-hmm. which is like uh, um, alarming. And also, we've already seen that in action. Yeah, because that's like the very the opening scene. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Where he just is yeah. like following. What's his last name? It's like like he. Stanfield, Stanford. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure, but he's like following him in his Stanfield. car. Stanfield, um, around and Stephen Root. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, he plays uh, Jim Hudson. Yeah, is the character's name. Um. Oh, anyway, just in that opening scene, him just yeah. being like, 
no, like not today. Just like turning around, just trying to like avoid I, the confrontation yeah. of it. Yeah. I'm Which like, again is like, yeah, that same consistent thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, like this. Don't want this trouble. No. <laughs> I like, don't I'm just going to stay out of this. Uh, it's like already been talking about like in this creepy ass suburb. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that actor. Me too. He's just like, he's, hel- great. he's yeah. like hilarious. He's blasting off too. Yeah. Sorry to bother you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He's in Atlanta. He's He is in Atlanta. He's very good in it. Yeah. Um, He's incredible. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a good one. I feel like the first thing I saw him in Short Term 12. Yeah. Like yeah, he yeah, was yeah. already like fantastic out of yeah, the gate. Yeah. We should you, watch that I was going to say, you've been, we've uh, all been, we've both been bringing that, about that one up a lot. Well, especially it's, it's lately. Got, like, you know, Brie Larson in it too. <sighs> I love her. Fucking uh, John Gallagher Jr. Yeah. He's and, a good uh, one. Uh, Rami Malek. Rami Malek. Oh, yeah. Okay. That seems like a fun cast. <laughs> yeah. It's been, Holy it's shit. really good. Holy, yeah. I do. I do. And need I really want to watch, watch it again. Yeah. Um, it's on something, right? We don't. We have it. On I don't something? know. I think the library has it. Anyway, Danny, cut this out. Danny, <laughs> cut this out. I thought we like rented it recently. Or did you take it back? I think you rented it like six months ago. Cool. Okay. <laughs> well, time's a construct. <laughs> Who even knows? I'm Who sure cares? it's available somewhere. Yeah, the library, like the library, has it. So. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. Okay. So. <sighs> yeah, she, family gathering. He didn't know it was a family gathering. Apparently, she didn't either. Oh well, he knew that it was like they knew that it was going to be like her family. Yeah. I think. I mean, like she knew. It's obviously she, a well, ruse, she, she like, knew for sure. Yeah, but like didn't realize that it was like this bigger gathering that they have that's supposed to be like in honor of uh their late Rose's late grandfather. Yeah. Late, quote unquote. Is he dead? The body's dead. The body's dead. The mind lives on. Alive and well. Ugh. In Walter. In Walter. Yeah. The supposed groundskeeper. Groundskeeper. Yeah. Who's just sprinting in the night. Yeah. That's a when this movie first came out, there was like the get out challenge and it was like people doing that specific move. <laughs> Just like sprinting at somebody. Sprinting directly at camera Torque and then camera. veering off. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like that was that was a thing That's that went around the internet. Absurd. Yeah. Like why? Um, yeah, but he lives on in Walter. The and actress then, that plays Rose, I'm like thinking back to that scene where she like finds out that mm-hmm. a bunch of people are, there were air quotes around finds out, mm-hmm. um, that there's like a bunch of people coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's very good at like the minute, like acting badly, mm-hmm. like cause she's acting and she acts very well throughout this movie. But like in those scenes, once you know, mm-hmm. you can like you can hear in mm. her voice just like a little bit of insincerity mm-hmm. and I'm yeah. just, and she does have it's a very good job of like being so small that you don't realize it until way later yeah she did a, I feel a like great that's job that's just like a strength of that actress in general have you watched uh, I keep on knocking my straw uh <laughs> girls she's in no all I've, of girls and yeah, I feel to. like that's like there's like she's, throughout she's the whole good. series just always this level of like varying sincerity with her. Yeah. Yeah. She's I feel like good that, at it. That's sort of always what's in question. Well, I, feel I feel like with like that character. The other way that could be read too is just that like, I think with both girls and with Get Out is sort of like, you have 
situations that are obviously heightened to some satirical level, Mm -hmm. you know? So, like, this is the most, like, white liberal family, sort of, like, elite family you could, like, concoct Mm -hmm. in a way. Yeah. While still being, like, quote-unquote, like, down to earth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Without making it, like, alienating. But, Mm -hmm. like, it's, like, it's a very much, like, heightened version of all of that where Mm -hmm. just, like... I don't know. They're so like well to do and the parents are cringy about little moments, mm-hmm. but like generally seem like mm-hmm. I don't know, like him telling him about the Obama thing is just like I would have voted, you know. Yeah. The third time. The third I term. do <laughs> like that she basically like warned him about that and then he says like the exact same thing yeah she like he's said that same speech before like a million times yeah Yeah. because he probably has like that whole like scene where he's like walking through and showing him photos around and like yeah showing him the the lay of the land how many photos did did chris find yeah Uh, like how many different people i want to say like just shy of a dozen how quick, like, what's the turnaround photos, for her? But it wasn't, like, that many people. It was maybe, like... I thought they were all different people. They were all people. different people. No, I know they were. But, like, some... So that's at least 12 people. I mean, like, but, I don't know that it was But it wasn't that all many, just exactly. photos of couples, is what I'm getting at. It's photos of Rose and somebody. It's photos of Rose when she's young. And, like, as she, like... Like, there's some when she's young, some her a little older, and then Rose with people. Yeah, but the we're just talking about Those the, are the ones, ones I'm talking about. Her with people. Oh, that was probably like eight or something. Yeah, like close I, to I'm a just dozen. Like, like, what's the turnaround? What's her, and how is nobody noticing that? I mean, honestly, like, she probably dates somebody for like a couple, a month or two. And then they and go then, missing? And then they go missing. No, but the thing is, like, she is never herself, right? Yeah. Or like rarely. So like I'm guessing she's probably starting like new Facebook profiles. She's being like more sure. or less, even though she's like Rose Armitage, she's like a new person. Sure. Yeah. So it's just like... But I'm, I'm also, I'm just thinking like, what's the radius of this? Like how is nobody... Oh, who knows? Put any of this together? Oh, I'm sure it's like probably coming to that point where it... It's gonna be I mean, just maybe, like in those but photos. Also maybe, maybe that's why they switch it up. Maybe, maybe sometimes I feel like some of the people, maybe mm-hmm. she's seeking out people who have less people around them who would notice if they were missing. Like Chris, oh, like doesn't, Chris doesn't have, have parents. parents. Yeah, his like his yeah, his parents are dead or out of the picture. No, that holds up. Okay. Yeah, so okay. like really, he's got Rod looking yeah. out for him. Bless. Which, by the way, like. Best friend you could have. Best friend you could have. Like looking after his dog and the realist. Total and like getting suspect of like shit going on and like Like immediately doing some investigating, trying to get help, and then just getting getting it done. Saving the day. I feel like he's our TS motherfucking A. Kind of our We get shit done. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I feel like he's kind of like our lifeline as the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's like he's I feel like he is one of those characters that like speaks for the audience for sure like in that moment where he's like on the phone with Rose and then he like puts her on hold and he's like you lying <laughs> yeah <bitch." laughs> like yeah. I know you're lying yeah yeah uh, yeah that's so good dude Rod is good that is another thing that I appreciate in like Jordan Peele's writing just both with Get Out and Us he 
balances the horror with comedy very well. Oh, yeah, yeah. totally. And which makes it feel real, very real. Yeah. It's like very grounded because of that. Yeah. And like on the flip side of that too, though, I will say like for someone who can do comedy so well, mm -hmm. the fact that he didn't just make up straight up like horror comedies yeah. is also impressive because yeah. it yeah. shows like he cares about making a good like he he's doing a, a legitimate like psychological thriller horror rather than just like fucking... like I wouldn't call either of those horror comedy even though they no. have little comedic even though elements they are funny no yeah. yeah they're like like there were some legitimately hilarious moments in both of them in both yeah. of them but like all all in all like it's it's, it's incredibly horror. unsettling it's very much. A psychological thriller. Yeah. Both times. Totally. Uh, dude, remember this guy's from Skins? Which guy? Chris. Oh, really? Yeah, he's in Gen 1 of Skins. Almost <laughs> the entire se two seasons. Remember, have we, haven't yeah. we had this conversation about <laughs> how we, I... I haven't seen it. <laughs> I know. Amy barely remembers. I, Stop asking us if we remember people from that's Skins. That's why I like to ask I, about it. Honestly, <laughs> if it's not Nicholas Holt or Dev Patel, I don't remember. <laughs> or uh, Cassie. Wow. Cassie. Wow. wow. Yeah. Those are like the only ones I remember, really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was like not part of the main cast. Uh -huh. He was like friends with the main cast. Uh -huh. And pretty much every scene he was in, his accent was so thick and he was speaking so fast that after every line, everybody's just like, nobody knows what the fuck you're saying. Okay. Yeah. We need you to slow down. <laughs> yeah. That's um, good. That's a fun time. He's also in Black Mirror. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember that, actually. You remember that one? That's yeah. That's like one of the episodes I mean, of Black Mirror that I feel like really yeah. sticks with me. Me too. Yeah. Me too. That was a good one. It's depressing. It's really fucking bleak. I mean, like I mean, kind of have you seen that's Black all Mirror? of Black Mirror, but like some of them are bleaker than others. Yeah. That's one of them. Some of them I'm like not okay after. And then some of them I'm just like, that sucks, but I'm fine. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like there's some truths that like you kind of have already accepted in your own life about yeah. like the bleak reality we live in. Yeah. So you see certain episodes, you're like, yeah. That was like you're like yeah. I already knew that checks out. But yeah. then like sometimes like they hit you more emotionally and you're like oh fuck. You're like oh god, you're I like, wasn't even thinking about this upsetting. one. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, what a badass doing the damn thing he for a long ass time. Thing. Yeah. He's fucking crushing it. Yeah. Okay. And he's incredible so, in all of them. <laughs> so it's this weekend where all these people are getting together. Mm -hmm. Um. Chris is being like introduced by Rose to like all these people, and it so is so many people. The whole thing is so problematic. <laughs> it's just one thing after another it's of escalating, one, like, like racist, hey, you're black. <laughs> every every conversation after racist action, it, just too much. Like the one woman just coming up and like feeling his muscles. Mm -hmm. Oh god, so cringy, so gross. Yeah, and all then, the interviewing. Uh huh. Yeah, like. Yeah, just some of the things that people are saying. I did appreciate, though, that I um, feel like you could see these micro expressions in Rose, where even though she's part of this group and like a piece of shit, she's still just like. She's playing her role. Are you fucking kidding? I feel like it's half playing her role and half like she is probably of the group one of like the better actors. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. And so she's just like pissed off when like. You know, all these people are coming for like the auction to like yeah. um, buy Chris, basically. Yeah. And she like, but her family is the one who like runs the thing. So I feel like she, there's a lot of points like at like the dinner table when mm -hmm. her brother's kind of going over the line where it's just like, hey, like we got to keep up this. Yeah, ruse like don't long blow enough. our cover. 
like, to like we got to keep thing. him here. Like, yeah. yeah. And like you see those little micro moments, like yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what I'm getting out like of her, like toward those people of just like year blowing it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um. So that all happens. Chris is like, nah, fam. Yeah, Kinda. there's a there's a moment um in the midst of that where he like goes upstairs to like check his phone, which has been unplugged, and that's when what's the housekeeper's name who's actually Georgia? grandma? Georgina. 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 Um oh my god, and that scene with Georgina. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what an yeah. amazing scene. Like, what a performance, though, because it's like so. Shit. That's what I mean. Like, bonkers. You're gonna need. You get one take of that, and then I go take a nap. Yeah. Like, oh holy my God. shit. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah. Totally. It sounded like they did a few where he was just like continually asking her to add more nose to the no part, yeah. just to make it like weirder. No, 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 no. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and just like yeah, it's like too, way too many nose. And then just like the tears pouring out, oh, like, just like the shaking. You can, just, you can yeah. tell you're just like she's fighting. Yeah, and it's just like oh God. oh what yeah what an amazing performance. Right? <laughs> like holy shit, <laughs> fuck yeah. Wait that scene is one of the like main ones I feel like that sticks out from the movie. We're at this point in the movie, but we already like skip past like so like at night. They have like the hypnotizing scene. Oh yeah, totally. That's wow. kind of an important scene. That's kind of like the, I don't know. The I was like kind of going. I don't know. I'm just going off of memory right like, now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, there is. Uh, Chris is a smoker. Yeah, um, and he that's is trying that has not come to be multiple times. Yeah, um, and he's trying not to be a smoker. Uh, but it's the middle of the night. He needs his fix. Yeah. Well, that was the scene where uh, Gramps comes running at him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He sees like Georgina in the window. Yeah. Thinking initially she's looking at him, but then it's clear she's looking at her like reflection. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Because like the way it's lit inside light yeah. it makes it look like more like a mirror. Yeah. Totally. Um, um and then when, when he's, he's coming back in, mm-hmm, he runs into Rose's mom, mm-hmm. who is a therapist, psychologist, yeah. therapist. Yeah. Sure. Who does something um, with the brain. And. So she basically hypnotizes him, gets him to like talk about a very traumatic moment in his life mm-hmm. um, when his mom died. She's correlating like this sound and like movement with like the the tinking of the yeah tea yeah the, the spoon. teaspoon against the teacup yeah yeah. Oof. And dude, fucking Chris's performance in that scene was—that's not his name. What's that actor's name? Do you know? Daniel Kaluuya. Thank you. Yeah. Oh. Thank you. Um, his fucking performance in that scene is incredible. Yeah. And another one of those scenes where it's just like you get one out of me, and then I gotta go take. I gotta go lie down. <laughs> I yeah. I wonder. Do you know anything about that? No. Scene? I don't know. Yeah. No. Because like although, he's got like yeah tears it streaming like he down his face. Audition with that and could oh, do that in the audition. Damn. Whoa. Well, there you go. Then. Well, sold <laughs> what a testament as like an actor because that's like a fucking heart that's scene. a hard ass scene and, and it, it was incredible yeah no he's like tears streaming down his face but he's like and he's frozen s- so like so immobile he's so stiff and it's so like the <laughs> performance from like Catherine keener with just like everything she's saying is sinister but she's just like the most low key she's so calm chill. the entire so she's he's never just like, not calm in this whole movie he's like yeah, kind of. Yeah. 
Um, he's like, I can't move. She's like, you can't move. And he's like, yeah. why can't I move? He's, she's like, you're paralyzed. And just like the most, but yeah, just like just the most like, sort of like which almost makes it under so her breath. And Worse. Like, so, in some no, ways. It's so terrifying. I'm just like, I don't like how calm you are. And, and then like the voice lowering thing when oh, she's like, yeah. and now sink into oh the floor. God. And sink it's like, I that simultaneously like, love out. and hate that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I understand your love and hate because it's, it's like so troubling but that's what I love about it is I'm like it's so visceral and it like it affects that, you in your core it almost seems yeah. like that inner ear thing like roller yeah. coasters or something you know yeah where like it really yeah like makes your whole like the stomach bottom drop. drops out yeah exactly <laughs> like, I yeah I have mad respect for yeah like and the then, sound design yeah, yeah. the whole oh, oh, and then God. he basically falls into the chair and sinks into the sunken place <sighs> Ugh. Which is pretty horrifying. Be- the sunken place reminds me. I know we saw it like after this, but like um, under the skin, mm. mm-hmm. um, all the stuff in like I haven't seen this, that yet. like the realm that she's in. The unclear where the, that's supposed to be. It's very unclear. Yeah, but like that whole like it's just like a dark realm, and he's just like yeah. floating. It um, reminds I me some- of uh, the first few times that we see like. 11 visit like the upside down. Yeah. And it's just like this black void room. Yeah. 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 That's pretty similar to how it I, is. I, like I, under I, the skin. I think I've seen, I think I've seen the trailer and yeah. So it feels very like spacey, but kind of more closed in than space. It's like there's a finite amount of space. Yeah. You just have um, like a section, a chunk. I had, of like space. watched something where Jordan Peele kind of talked about, wanting that to be like when you're like at that point where you're like falling asleep and then mm. you like you jerk yourself awake but if you never like jerk yourself awake and you're just in that like falling whoa yeah. what a neat description yeah totally oh yeah 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 which yeah totally. he fucking did it so that's like what's going on there for a bit and he just like wakes up in bed yeah from that um, I don't like it I don't think anybody likes that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then he can't quite like, it seems like maybe he's just chalking it up to a dream sort of, but Mm -hmm. is weirded out. Yeah. But then like the next morning he's like out in the forest taking pictures, but then like at some point he sees Walter, the groundskeeper, and he's like, oh, I've never, you know, like introduced myself. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm Chris and all that. And then like talking to the groundskeeper, it's revealed that like like, you were in, um, it's like Missy Armitage or whatever, but I forget how he puts it. Like in so and so's like office for quite a while last night. Yeah, and like he's like, oh yeah, I w- was. Like he's like, oh that did happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. yeah, you know, you can kind of see him yeah, clocking so it like, as it's that. happening. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, and then, like he goes to have a cigarette at some point, and then he's like, mm, never mind. Oh yeah, mm. and then like he, he talks with there. Rose about like I think your mom hypnotized me last night. Is that the conversation they're having like by the water? No, oh, they're okay. in their room. Yeah, it's, be- oh, I think right. bef- it's, it's before right before the party. The party. Oh, okay, and, and like the, there's and in, the, in oh, that scene, he plugs in his phone, and they make right. a, an, a show of him plugging in his yeah. phone. And the end of that so scene that is later like, when he comes back and it's not plugged in, and then Georgina comes in. Yeah, it's like a thing. 
Um, yeah, that's like a continual thing, just to like add that, like it's like this stress. That he, yeah, like, like keeps he keeps on unplugged. finding his phone unplugged. Yeah, I'm like, well, you get an external battery, have that on you at all times. Yeah, I mean, it's a little late for that. Yeah, he's already there. Point. Like you're already in it. But I feel like at that point, like plug your phone in and sit by it for a while. Yeah, just like, like, why are you expecting something bad to happen? You know? Yeah, yeah I mean, like, other part no, from. totally. Um, but just sit like, by your phone yeah. for like 20 minutes, it'll be well, it'll it'll charge. Funny. You don't They'll know his phone way. situation. <laughs> it's true. Maybe it'll get cold. Yeah. My phone <laughs> battery has been trash lately. It was like mine. I'm able to go from 90 to like 10%. If I'm like dedicated to it, I can do it in like 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. Soon you'll you'll be at the point where mine was where it's you'll go from 100% battery to dead to in dead. like 15 yep. seconds. Uh-huh. Yep. Not even minutes, seconds. Yeah. No, I have to charge it multiple times a day. And sometimes it'll be like fully charged and then it'll just like get too cold. And then that brings it down quite Which, a bit. Which like mood. Yeah. <laughs> Which, um, yeah, like same girl. <laughs> so I gotta get a new battery. Yeah. Um, my battery thing d- in my settings did tell me that it's reached critical damage or some shit. And it's it was in basically critical like, condition. It was like replace it's that like, shit. It's like, Kill you me. know it's bad when it's telling you that yeah. it's in critical condition. <laughs> yeah. Because they're just, they're, you know, just like, nah, it's fine. Don't replace your shit. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Nah. Yeah. Just no. wait for it to get worse. Yeah. I don't know. Um. Anyway. Okay. So where are we? <laughs> the party happens. The Georgina thing happens. Mm-hmm. Then he they go by the water. Rose go by the water. He, at that point, is like feeling very stressed out, obviously. Yeah. Um and wants to leave, right? Yeah. Um this is all going on while the auction is silent going on. Auction. The silent ass auction, which makes it creepier. And like the again, like the music over that scene, incredibly mm-hmm. unsettling. Yeah. Um and then and then what? They He like opens up about um his, his mom. mom to her. Uh-huh. And, and how he feels he thinks that there was a possibility that he could have saved her. Mm-hmm. So you feel like he, he abandoned her and that kind of like leads into, I feel like some level of justification for like, oh, like let's us, like he was kind of wanting to leave, mm-hmm. but yeah. now he's sort of thinking like, oh, like let's us get out of there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, so he just like, they basically like go Yeah, back she to seems the house. down. So they're like going home to like pack to like leave. Mm-hmm. There's that creepy like, Porch shot of every. Oh, we've also skipped over uh, the the scene where oh, this get out. <laughs> movie gets its title. Oh yeah, the get totally. out scene. Okay, so like he um has it's yeah it's during the party. The, during the party he sees um do you know this character's name? I did at one point. Um, yeah, let me. Yeah. I have the because they just definitely keep, just keep going. They definitely I'll, I'll say it. it. Um, Andre. Yeah. Andre. So he sees him there and he like, this is somebody that he sort of maybe peripherally knew. Yeah. He do, he recognizes him it's from It's like somewhere. somebody, like not like a good friend, but like an acquaintance or somebody. Yeah. Um, Met him at a party a couple times. Yeah. So he like goes to talk to him and uh, Andre's acting weird as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, insisting that he's never met Chris before. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like, that's weird. And that's a moment where I feel like Chris is the voice of the audience because after he walks away, he's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then a little bit later, he's in... Uh, he's, like, 
kind of bombarded by everybody asking him about the African-American experience. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, why don't you feel this one? Yeah. Like, and uh, so Andre's answering that question while he's answering Chris. Which is totally like this insane answer where he's oh, just like, he's just like me, I uh, found it to be pretty good. Advantageous. Like, yeah. And, yeah. Like, and it's he's like just like, just okay, this is nuts. And so he's like trying bullshit. to surreptitiously like take, take a, picture. a picture on like his phone. But Loki. He, but um, boy forgot to turn his flash boy off. Boy forgot to turn off his flash and, and his sound. sound. Yeah. And his sound. So it makes a sound and it flashes. Everyone looks. I feel like that's like step one. If you're trying to take a secret picture, turn the sound off. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, at the very least. At the very least. You could probably play off the uh, the flash as some other weird thing. Yeah. I know like, some I people who have their phone set to like flash when it's ringing instead yeah. of making a sound. Me too. Um, so I feel like. You're like, oh, I just got a text. You can play that one off. But the sound, dead giveaway. Um, and I'm going to set the sound and my camera like for when I get a text it's uh-huh. it to be the sound of a camera and the flash go off that'd be absurd <laughs> <laughs> why but that way whenever my camera accidentally is on yeah. pe- people are already conditioned to know that that's my text sound oh my god oh you god. fucking maniac don't you do that <laughs> you son of a bitch um <laughs> and that snaps Andre out of it and for like a moment there's like this light in his eyes. He's lo- like looking past everybody. Uh-huh. Um, because the consciousness are now uh, at odds. Uh-huh. He, I think he gets a nosebleed. He does get a nosebleed. And then he comes at Chris and... Is screaming, get is out. Is screaming, get out. Which... Like, what an iconic scene. <laughs> I mean, it's the title of the movie. It's, so, yeah. It's just... It better... Fucking better it, be. Yeah. It's just like incredibly... But then shortly after that, um, everybody's back in the house and he comes out of having been in like a room with uh, his new wife and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Rose's mom. Mm-hmm. And he's all better now. And he like apologizes to everybody. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it was a seizure. Mm-hmm. And Chris is just like, that ain't that was not no. what a seizure looks like. But, yeah. but Chris Mostly now- to Rose, like once they're by the water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like somebody that he knew had epilepsy or something. He's yeah. like, that's not a seizure. No. I'm surprised anybody else would believe that at all. Well, I mean, I guess it's the only one getting, else has to. It's the only one who has to. Yeah. The only one who has to is Chris. But like to think that he would believe that. It's just starting to be like. like the, why not like a manic episode or like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Chris is like a, a young dude. He understands what manic episodes look like and are. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's the thing is like everybody's so much older and not maybe, aware yeah. of how aware younger people are of different like Con- uh, conditions, conditions and illnesses. Yeah. Like a lot of that stuff is more at the forefront of like yeah. society these days. Yeah. Um, anyway, so maybe by the they water. just thought he would believe a seizure. I don't know. It's <laughs> a weird one for sure. Yeah. Um, I feel like when I was watching the movie, I was just like so pleased, like watching it, like seeing every scene seemed like had like a really specific point, and everything seemed to like be working. Yeah. And I was just like really like happy to like I don't know. It's just like there are so few like good movies, and I was just like mm-hmm. I remember really like enjoying myself like watching yeah. it, being like, oh, this is fucked up. Like, yeah. Yeah. And just, I like, I respect a good like original idea film. Yeah. Um, 
especially like, I mean, like we, horror films. Yeah, like horror especially is so inundated with sequel after sequel mm-hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. Like so many things are franchises. Yeah. Um, or like spin-offs or reboots or yeah. like whatever. And and even the things that aren't like a lot of times are inspired like by yeah. older stuff. Yeah. Like, like adjacent. Even, I mean adjacent. Even, even things I really adjacent. like. Adjacent. Like, <laughs> adjacent. Sorry. Even the things I really like, like the conjuring, I feel like pull more from like previous movies yeah. than they are creating their own iconography. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like with Jordan Peele, he's like adding to horror uh-huh. like it's yeah. the pantheon it's like, like a a whole section of like horror that's like not explored yet yeah, yeah. it's and like he's going for it it's like no man's land it's like yeah he's really opening up a lot of a lot of and doors. i love him for that <laughs> yeah i like i really wonder what kind of things we'll see to come like you know there's always like these like iconic like groundbreaking directors or like movies or something like that and then just seeing kind of like everything that comes off of that and a lot of it is like crappy and derivative but then sometimes there's some gems Mm -hmm. to pop out from there too you know Mm -hmm. well it's like more people to be inspired by right exactly so it's just like he's now out there inspiring other you know yeah who knows yeah like what kind of uh effect that would have yeah because there are movies that, like, got him to want to make stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah, That totally. got him excited. So yeah. it's just like... And, like, I mean, obviously I can't speak from experience about this, but I feel like horror is, like, a genre that has, like, previously kind of been inaccessible to, like, people of color. Um, or like, just, like, there's not much good representation. Yeah, there's the the trope of, like... The black dude dies first. Dies first, yeah. Um, which I was thinking about that a lot when we were watching us and I was like the black people didn't die first who died first I mean the Tylers the white people well I mean uh, the whole white family Gabe kills his double which is a black dude and he definitely Gabe the husband oh yeah Winston Duke yeah was that the first one though I don't remember it was definitely before the Tylers Mm, damn because then they have the kill count conversation. Um, we probably should like... Uh, we'll wait. Have, we'll have like, that conversation later. Well, we also should have like spoiler alerted the beginning of this fucking episode. Ooh, bad news. Ooh, hey, in case you didn't already realize, we're going to spoil everything of all these movies. All two of them. All two of them. And probably some Honestly, other movies. And you, I mean, Bride of Chucky, somebody okay, punches somebody. If you haven't seen us, go see it before you listen to this. You don't want to hear us talk about it before you see it. Oh, fuck Trust no. me on that. Uh, if you haven't seen Get Out by now, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. It's like, a masterpiece. It's a literal, it's like a work of art. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. But anyway, just like, I just feel like he's like opening a lot of doors to like the genre to like, yeah, just like it, it being more accessible to just like all kinds of people that we haven't heard the stories from yet. And yeah. it's like really exciting. It is really exciting. Yeah. And like, it's just like, it's just funny how you feel like on one level, it can look like from the outside that like horrors were almost running dry. Yeah. And then you see like a couple of his films and you're like, oh, oh. we haven't even like scratched the surface no, whatsoever. So we're just being like incredibly films. unoriginal. Yeah. yeah. Like there's so much potential territory. There's so much potential territory. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> Don't worry. You uh, can never hate me as much as I hate myself. Oh, good. Okay, good. Um, okay. So <laughs> Chris and Rose trying to leave. Yeah. Bagging up packing, their bags. 
he Chris finds, finds, like, finds the photos that we pre the previously mentioned photos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, in a box. In a box. Um, What's in the box? There's a bunch of photos. There's a bunch of things, but uh, there's a lot of photos of Rose specifically with like black dudes. And, and then Georgina. And Georgina. Yep. Um, so that's weird. Especially since like to this point, she said she hadn't dated anyone else who was black. So it's like, yeah, yeah. So at she, the very, so like at, at the, the very minimum, least she's, she's lying. lying. But then she sees Walter and Georgina, and so that's incredibly suspect. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is like, dude, imagine like you dated your grandma and grandpa. I don't, I don't that. like that one bit. I don't like it. But at you don't all. have to d- date their brains while they're in there. Well, no, but but you did still. things with that body. Yeah, you did. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's right. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, (laughs) Moving on. Cool, cool. Uh, That, for whatever reason, reminds me of a hypothetical that I definitely posed to you guys on this podcast, and you both refuse to answer. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? I do, and I don't. No, like it. I'm not. I'm not asking for you to answer it. I just it just reminded me of it. It's terrible. Do you it's, remember? I think so. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's hard um, to forget. <laughs> so anyway, so they're like packing up, and she can't find the keys. <laughs> quotes. Amy's doing quotes. Um, and once they get downstairs, everybody's sort of like boxing Chris in. And it's just like all escalating very quickly where it's just like the audience kind of, I mean, the audience definitely knows where everything's heading now. Yeah. And Chris knows, but like kind of doesn't want to come to terms with it. It's like that weird, like social, it's like that social pressure to just like act like things are fine and normal. It's like so strong. Yeah. That you just like, even to that point, it's just like, he's leaving, trying to leave. He's like, no, we're going to head out and like, da, da, da. Yeah. And like, everyone's like, yeah, encroaching like fucking Jeremy in the back is just like flipping around a little. um, Oh yeah. What you call it? Uh, it's like a. It, was, it wasn't a candelabra, lacrosse. was it? Cross. Oh, it yeah, was like a lacrosse stick. Yeah. stick. yeah. yeah. Um, like for some reason, I thought it was like gold. And then yeah, like Dean pops stick. in and just starts like monologuing like by the like. Yeah, he's like, just like caressing <laughs> books or something. I don't know. Me. Yeah, um, and I feel like uh, the mom is like just inching in there. Does she have tea at this point? Probably. She's always got tea. Yeah. Um, probably she's probably got the healthiest bladder of all time yeah she's drinking so much tea well do we ever see her drink it really uh, or is she always just stirring it it's just cold tea oh i don't know <laughs> yeah i don't remember um it's a prop but anyway uh and then it's like revealed to that uh rose has been acting um, Acting. I do I do enjoy that moment where she's like <laughs> mm. You know and I can give like, you the keys, babe. Yeah, just like <laughs> new. You know blank. I can't give you these right, babe. I'm like, don't call me babe at a time like this. Mm-hmm. Excuse you. Not the time. Fuck. Yeah, that's so rude. Then Chris knows he has to like get out of there so you can He's see. He's gotta him, get like, out. He's gotta get out. Like kind of head toward Jeremy and then like yeah. a big kerfuffle. Missy does like the mm-hmm. little tea thing and he like goes down. Yeah. Damn. So she does have tea. Yeah. Yep. And then he's in the second place again and they like pick him up. Yeah. 
in while he's in the sunken place, I think Rose says like, "You were one of my favorites," yeah. which is like kind of fuck you. Yeah, uh, like literally, I could not give a shit. Like, give less of a fuck. Like, literally, that means nothing to me right now. Literally, you're you dead to me, bitch. Um, you're dead to me. Do you guys remember if you like world later. when you kind of figured out the Rose thing, or was it like pretty much as the movie was revealing it, more or less? Uh, I feel like I was. I mean, obviously, at the auction point, maybe like is pretty suspicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember the exact moment. I feel like that wasn't the first time he said that he wanted to leave. Yeah. And she, like, convinced him to stay. And at that point, I, I was already a little, like, mm. Oh, um, maybe... Not entire. No, I mean, like, I feel like she never quite said no. Like, till... I mean, I, till, I, think I mean, she he, never I quite said no. I don't no. think he brought it up before then, honestly. I, like, it was at the river... The river's the first point where he explicitly states that he wants to And leave. then they go mm. back and pack. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. then they're gonna, For some like, reason, I out. thought they talked about it before No, then. like, there... Because there's a scene um, before that, which is, like, after the dinner, mm-hmm. um, where they're together, and um, it's more so, like, her... Uh, Getting amped up. Which I also, I watched something else that was like Jordan Peele talking about that scene and talking about how like in an early outline of the script, like he had had Chris getting uh, more like worked up about it and Rose trying to be like, oh, like, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. But like in the rehearsals of it, just like watching it and just being like, no, I'm suspicious of her. No, like we got to play this another way. <laughs> um Damn. And like switching it so that she's the one that's getting worked up and Chris is just like, mm-hmm. yep, that's life. Um, Damn. So that basically to throw the, because he, he was kind of talking about how like giving the audience the benefit of the doubt, knowing that like the audience is going to be suspicious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of her, if there's any indication at all, and even maybe if there's not. Mm-hmm. So like really to just try to, throw them off. Damn. I, I feel like I didn't know, especially ahead of time yeah. or anything. I remember like feeling like it worked pretty well. Yeah. Um, I mean, you obviously like know once he sees the pictures. Yeah. yeah that yeah. like there's, so there's that. some, sh- that's definitely very mean, wrong. By the time we get to like the uh, get out auction, mm-hmm. the auction happens simultaneously with, with the, them talking at the yeah. river. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, okay, like, from that on, I mean, even just like having seen the trailer and stuff, not that I was suspecting Rose per se, but you just know something bad's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like the whole time you're like, what is the bad like, thing? Like, who exactly? can I trust? Yeah. Yeah. So I wasn't like... Oh, it's nobody? Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it oh, was it's like Rod a little... only? <laughs> and yeah. he, he ain't even here? He's oh. watching my dog? Yeah, but he's such a good friend. Like, as soon as, like, <laughs> Chris isn't answering his calls and shit, he's just like... He goes to the police. I'm not going to let this go down yeah. like this. Yeah. I res- I respect the fuck out of that. Which is basically what happens next after, like, Chris, mm-hmm. like, gets in the second place. It's like, oh, yeah, we we're, cut, like, following cut to Rod, Rod for, a, for a little bit of, like, yeah. him not being able to get a hold of Chris, him going to the police, the police not believing him, mm-hmm. um, him trying to call Rose. Mm-hmm. Uh, him getting a hold of Rose. Him getting a hold of Rose. This is the scene. I feel like this is like the classic scene that people talk about where she's eating Fruit Loops and milk mm-hmm. segregated. Oh, that's mm-hmm. after. But like that when she's talking after. to him, she's doing this thing where she's like her body 
like she's now just like back to whoever the real version is. Yeah. And she's like wearing this like white turtleneck thing and her hair is in a ponytail. Yeah. And like her face is doing no expression, but her voice is acting like Rose, mm-hmm. the you know person. That, yeah, which is like, like he knows. fucking insane. Yeah, yeah. Like acting wise. Because like, yeah. yeah, like I feel like it would. I I don't know. I feel like I'm very expressive in the face, so I feel like it would be very hard for me to just like disassociate that without my exp- uh, my inflection mm-hmm. taking a hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jordan um, so, Peele said something just about like, it where he was like approaching her and just like, so I don't know if like this is possible like yeah. kind of thing and but just like, like saying she's like an actress who like definitely likes a challenge like yeah. this and so it would be an insane <laughs> thing yeah. to try to do yeah totally cuz like yeah like her in her body is completely rigid like her face is pretty rigid <laughs> pretty fucking rigid there's zero expression but her voice sounds normal yeah like how it always how it did the rest of the film yeah and like, so, like, Rod tries to record her, but then she kind of, like, catches when that, like, he's suspecting something going on. So she steers the conversation another way. Yeah. Where she's just, like, insinuating that he, like, is interested in her, yeah, basically. Yeah, totally. To make the recording unusable. Yeah. And, like, make him look bad. Yeah. Um. So... What happens after that? Did then we get to Chris waking up? Well, yeah, we're back to Chris. Yeah, he's and like he's in, in, the in the chair, rec mm-hmm. room kind of mm-hmm. area. Oh yeah. yeah, facing a TV that then plays um, this like promotional video from the family from ages ago. Yeah, um, that's kind of about what their business is about, but it's very vague, incredibly vague. Yeah, it's like. Roman, the grandfather, uh-huh. kind of like talking about like what this is gonna be and like yeah, and but he's not really, but he's not saying, really anything saying anything explicit. Definitive. Yeah. It's just sort of like vague, yeah, poetic terms, yeah, yeah. And then it's just it like starts with him like looking at a sunrise or something or a sunset or something. I probably and he's just like. Have you ever seen anything this beautiful? <laughs> yeah. It's like something absurd, like like such a non sequitur. Yeah. Um, but then eventually we get. But then it ends with the phrase, "What is it like?" Behold, behold the, the coagula. Coagula. Ew. Um. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> "What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck is that?" <laughs> then eventually um, we get like the uh, actual explanation of what's going on. Yeah, because then we get like a video feed of what's his name again, Jim. Yeah, Jim. Um, and he is prepped for surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, and he basically boils it down for Chris. Um, that's the scene where he says the thing about how, like, oh, you're one of the lucky ones. Like, I've heard Jeremy is that the brother. Yeah, yeah. I've heard his like collection method is not as nice. Not as nice, basically. Um, which is gross. Yeah. Um, yeah, he tells him that he wants those eyes. He wants those things he, wants... he sees with. Yeah. And peepers. Yeah. And peepers. Um. Yeah. And then, and then what? Uh, I, there's, there's a question time, I think. There's a shot, um, shortly after this, that's like a close up of, um, it's like Bradley Whitford, like, getting ready to perform the surgery. Yeah. And he, like, goes to, like, pull up 
his um the mask. mask that covers like his nose and mouth. And the first time I saw it, I thought he was gonna like pull off his skin <laughs> because of like because you the way that it it like it's the shot is from like a little bit above him. Oh yeah. Um, so you can't really see the mask that mm-hmm. much and so like the way that he like goes to grab it like looks like he could just pull his whole face <laughs> off um and i was like i just was ready for the movie to take that kind of a turn you know what i mean yeah, yeah. um that's not what happens no what happens <laughs> what happens uh chris is like clawing at the chair because every time after every little like he wakes up. There's like a little segment on the TV, mm-hmm. uh, and then oh, and then like a it's the teacup, tea yeah, which puts he, him back to sleep. Uh huh. But I guess like is that's he's like he's been like clawing at the arm of the chair mm-hmm. for various reasons because he's tied to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and at this point now there's a uh, some cotton, some cotton coming out, coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, so he stuffs some of that in his ear. We don't really we don't see, see what he does what with it because the. It's like a reveal because like Jeremy comes to like get him for surgery surgery. Mm -hmm. and then he hits him over the head with a bocce ball that he, it's the like rec room. So it's just like there. So there's, they just have bocce balls lying around. It's like, what do you have lying around? Oh, bocce ball, this'll do. (laughs) I love the phrase bocce ball. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's so good. Bocce ball's ridiculous. You ever played it? (laughs) Uh, Cliff's dad's house had a bocce ball. (laughs) That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It bocce balls are heavy, though. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, bomb? not like heavy, heavy, but like just like they are heavy heavier, than they, heavier than they look. Cave in somebody's skull. Yep. Which is exactly um, what Chris does. So he does that. And then he... Um, is did he, is this when he takes down the the deer head that's mounted on, mounted on the wall? Yeah, yeah. We don't see him take it down either. But then it's like cut to Bradley Whitford. Yeah, and then he's like looking around, and then Chris mm-hmm. like comes up on him pretty quick and yeah. shoves that through his neck. Which like okay, this kind of Woof. actually connects with something that we've been talking about, um, but amongst ourselves with like us mm-hmm. about that? like the oh yeah weapons being used are like symbols of like upper middle class Mm -hmm. basically Mm -hmm. like poor people don't play bocce ball right yeah Yeah. don't have deer heads mounted mounted up on the wall that's a that's an upper middle class move right that is an upper middle class or i mean the redneck ass move like our grandparents yeah even literally like silver spoon oh yeah you know oh yeah and just like teacup and all that uh-huh. being like her weapon but yeah. then when she he actually fights her after he kills Dean um, she grabs like a letter opener mm. and stabs it through his hand mm. I believe mm-hmm. yeah and then which is he kills her with that <laughs> yeah which is also like who has letter openers who has yeah, letter once openers again, yeah, yeah all status symbol stuff yeah totally yeah. Um, although with Rose it's like a Fucking shotgun rifle. Rifle. I'm always getting the two confused. Yeah. It's like if I was faced with a rifle and a shotgun, I could tell you which one was which. Yeah. But then like in the moment, I'm like, ah, it's a big gun. (laughs) With a bunch of pellets. (laughs) Maybe a shotgun then. (laughs) Big gun. Yeah. Um, What what do bullets look like? Yeah. I feel like they sound differently to me. Mm. Which I don't know if that's... I just thought I had remembered there being a lot of little pellets. Mm. You know what I mean? Which was what made me think shotgun. Yeah, no, I think it was just a, a one barrel with a scope. So I think it was a rifle. Interesting. Okay. Um, Has a lighter sound. Then he, but I guess, yeah. yeah, like more so than like a handgun. That's like quite a status symbol. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
Um, Because who just has that shit lying around? Yeah. Mix up, you know, people who hunt and people who have money, I guess. And (sighs) people who have money just hunt uh, us, those of us who don't. (laughs) It's pretty troubling. Yep. Um, Anyway. Okay. So. I feel like. Rose uses Bing to Google something at one point. I remember that. I remember seeing that. You don't. It's not Googling it if you're using Bing. She's binging it. it. Yeah. I remember seeing that meme. It's like, well, of course she's a fucking psychopath. (laughs) Are you kidding me? This bitch uses Bing? Yeah. I wonder. I think that's the scene where she's like eating. I wonder how conscious that is. Oh, and she's like um, binging. Uh, like her next victim, yeah. basically. Uh, yeah. Like new, like she. I feel like she was looking up like at college athletes or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just picking, picking the what, next body. What's up. her move gonna be when she is no longer like tw- twenty five and like fit and attractive? You know what I mean? She hasn't thought that far ahead. She's just going until it dries up until it runs out. I kind of have an idea about that, but it kind of gets into some more okay. like we'll stuff. Okay. Let's get it. We'll get into that soon. Um. So yeah. Uh, he tries to get out. Uh-huh. Turns out Jeremy's not fully dead, even though there was like a pool of blood under his head after the bocce ball thing. Head wounds yeah. bleed a lot though. Yeah. Like yeah. way, way more than you think they should. And Jeremy was already fucked up so he can function with half a brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we have like uh, Chris reaches for the door like three times, and ever like the first two times, Jeremy like kicks, kicks it his back. like leg. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, out to get it back in, and the third time, uh, Chris uses it as an opportunity to like stab him in the leg with the letter opener. Mm, yeah, nice. he's just Damn. like, oh, this Chris is a pattern. Been so fucking resourceful, dude. Yeah. He is the ingenuity. Honestly, give him an award for the ingenuity. <laughs> Yeah, he's got to get out of there. He's uh, got to get yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. But it's like it's solid ass moves. Um, so he gets out. Eventually, he gets into Jeremy's car. Yeah, he's trying to drive away. Rose is coming after him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, the grandmother he hits Georgina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But then does he like put her in the car? He feels yeah. guilty. Yeah. He thinks about his mom, and then yeah, yeah uh-huh. he puts her in the car. But then she. But then little does he know that he. I don't think he's put two and two with like the mind transfer. Yeah. Yet that like she has had that because then. Because I don't think so. Mm -mm. I don't think completely because maybe like he doesn't realize she's quite the threat that she is salvageable in some way. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I mean she did because I guess it's debatable. Uh, what's his name? Andre. Yeah, like he was. She was able to bring him back. So maybe he thought that he, there's an, a way to bring whatever lady is in this. What do you mean? When did he bring him back? When he well, flashed the, fl- the flash. flash. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So there's totally. a way. Yeah. To get to get them out of there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess it's unclear. It's a yeah. Um. But anyway, she's not having it. No. No, no, yeah, no. when she wakes up, she no, starts no, like no, 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 clawing no, 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 at him. And, uh, yeah, no. and I think he uh, crashes the car then, right? I think so. We finally see her like surgery scar. Yeah, because she's so been wearing we this wig sure. with like bangs. That's right. Um, yeah, because that's what like she's been futzing with those yeah. couple of times he's like seen her through the window mm-hmm. is like her wig. The mm-hmm. whole end just like a shit show, kind of like the way everything escalates so yeah. quickly. It's like he's killing these people, he's running out, and then like yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Rose, Rose is, is like shooting after him. Yeah. He's just like sick him, Grandpa, and, and fucking Walter runs past. Yeah. yeah. You're like, and then oh, like, shit. uh, but like, Walter's a big dude. But like, Chris gets Walter back with the phone thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And then, um, basically, he just like, smart again because like he's not going to overpower like Walter. Walter's no. like huge. <laughs> Walter's. Yeah. This boy is a fucking linebacker. For like, sure. He, he This motherfucker is thinking on his toes. There was something about him like uh what was it that he was doing before or like trying like you said something about like trying to beat somebody's time like why is he running? Oh, it's because like like Roman the grandfather or whatever like famously like oh, lost to yeah. Jesse Owens this like black runner oh right and okay. like had ever since like chalked it up to the fact that like black people just have superior bodies not that he just like lost not that like square. he just wasn't as good <laughs> as this person yeah. so it just like becomes like just, this thing of like oh the perfect body is a black body so like let's steal these bodies yeah and all that but that's why like now that he has like that's why he wanted a really good body and but like, now that he like, has it he's still w- trying to beat weird, jesse though, owens time is at, like, like night well walter's an athletic build. He's not a runner's build. No, not at all. He's like very thick. But maybe like they just, I mean, like maybe they couldn't be choosy initially. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, like can't, yeah. Like they're trying to get who, I don't know. Just whoever. No, totally. Can. I just, yeah. If you're just trying to like be a runner, I just feel like he's like not quite the, not quite <sighs> the build for it. Or maybe yeah. they didn't have the time to be choosy because like, it was the grandparents was who dying. were dying. And they were dying. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so then because Chris is able to get Walter to like snap out of it, Walter takes the gun and shoots Rose. Yes. Um, and then. And then Chris. Himself. Oh, and then himself. Because he's living in hell. Dude, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I, it's like a fucked up part of the it's movie. It's incredible. We're like, just like thinking about the... Impl- like, because we're like empathizing so much with Chris. I feel like we forget to think about the fact that like, oh God, this is a living hell for them every Yeah, like day. this is somebody yeah. that is living that. Because yeah. like what they reveal in like the uh, one-to-one talk that yeah. Chris has with Jim is that like a part of them still has to be in there like, because yeah, they realized like the motor functions, it needs to be tethered somehow. Yeah. Tether. Interesting word choice. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's um, on my brain. Yeah. <laughs> it's on my brain. So they're still in there. They just can't control the mind just anymore. The they're just in the sunken place. Yeah. Um, okay. Which I don't like. I Who likes it? No one. Nobody likes it. Um, and then Chris is like strangling. Yeah, he's Rose. gonna kill her. Uh-huh. It seems like because he's like enraged, but then she starts smiling, and he realizes like how sadistic she's looking, and he's like, "Oh, I don't want to be like, yeah, I don't want to do this." Yeah, also, and like lose my humanity. Yeah, basically. exactly. I think, um, yeah, totally. Yeah, and then I we think see- a little bit of it is just like killing somebody in such an intimate way yeah. in general like the other people that he has killed so far have purely been self-defense been and like necessary to like get out of there yeah um but like she's already she's already down yeah she's been shot like in the abdomen yeah um if we he leave her walk here away. Yeah. yeah she'll just bleed out yeah. the end yeah uh and then a cop car pulls up uh-huh 
And Rose fucking pulls her white woman mm-hmm. privilege again, but mm-hmm. in a very different way this oh, time. Help me. Help, help me. me. Help. Oh, I'm so weak. Help me. Help. Yeah. Um, turns out it's Rod. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Bless up. Thank Rod. <laughs> Thank Rod. Right? Like our Lord and Savior, Rod. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really like that moment too because it's like Chris doesn't right away like change his expression you know what I mean like he's so deep still in what's going on and what's happening it like takes a little while for it to even register yeah Mm. that 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 boy's in shock yeah a hundred (laughs) percent well he's beaten down and then the police showing up is a horrible thing well yeah and and he like stands up before he realized it was wrong yeah he like stood up and like he stands up and puts his hands up because yeah because the situation that he's in doesn't look good. Yeah, no, and like once again, that's like that character of him like coming out of just like, yeah, not trying to escalate things further. Yeah, um, it's like this is already not it, in my favor right but yeah, now. Like when we see that it's Rod, I feel like Rose right away is She's like, like, God damn oh, it, fuck. Um, but like Chris is not right away changing his expression because well i mean with everything that just happened it's like reasonable for him to just be in shock and like yeah it's an interesting dynamic in the scene even when he gets in the car it's not like he's just like smiling and laughing like thank god it's just like rod's the excitable one Uh who gets to like have this comedic moment yeah but i do like that like jordan peele didn't have like chris be like i don't know no ecstatic he's He's like fucking he's he's still in kill mode kind (laughs) of Or just like um, out of it, just like he had to do this horrifying thing. To yeah, get out yeah, of there. totally. Out of this like nuts situation. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there's an alternate ending to this. Yeah. Too. Right. Where I did know about that. I don't remember what it is though. Where it's not Rod, and it is. It cops, is the cops, and oh, he gets yeah. arrested, and then it's like, yeah, cut to him, him in, in jail. jail, and Rod's talking to him in jail. Um. I watched something. The thing I watched with like Jordan Peele talking about it. Another thing that he talked about was like in that scene um just kind of like knowing that you could he could kind of have his cake and eat it too by Mm -hmm. like first like it just being a cop car and Mm -hmm. then like rose reacting the way she does chris reacting the way he does Mm -hmm. they're saying like the audience is doing all the work like they know the next steps of this yeah and then to have it be revealed that it's like rod and like chris is actually yeah safe ish yeah um yeah having his cake and eating it too where you kind of get to have both endings in a way yeah yeah totally mm-hmm. and i because like you definitely really like i feel like yeah watching it um yeah yeah you know where this could potentially go yeah um oh and then uh another thing he was talking about about like not wanting it to be not having it be the ending where he gets arrested of just like the audience needs sort of like a, a hero, like a champion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It almost, yeah. Was it a pickup that they did for that? Like the Rod stuff? Uh, I don't know. Because he kind of made it sound like th- that was almost like the thing is like as they were getting closer to like release or or working on the movie or whatever, just like the reaction kind of being, I don't know if they did like test audiences or yeah. what, mm. but, or, or maybe this was just like script stage and like getting more reactions from people, but just like, it seemed like from the time that he wrote it, he thought it would be more impactful to have like 
do this whole movie, all this crazy stuff happens, and he still goes to jail. Yeah. Just to be like, this is the state of America, basically. Yeah. 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 But then, kind of like, once it came time to like the release, it was like, oh, we kind of need a win. Yeah. Of yeah. A ending yeah. to this story. Totally. Because like so many stories just ending with like the worst possible ending in real life you know yeah <laughs> which kind of like yeah having it be this ending I, I feel like is as happy of an ending as it can be yeah, yeah. um yeah kind of I do appreciate a horror movie with a happy ending. We love that. We love her for that. It's... Oh, he also said like there was like a third possible ending, but oh, it really? sounded more like and you were that was like the thing you were listening to this morning. Oh. Where it was like <laughs> um we there's some sort of like altercation and like Chris goes running mm-hmm. and but then we like cut away from it. We don't know what happens and it's like three months later or something like that. And then like Rod's driving around and he happens to be in like uh affluent like neighborhood and then mm-hmm. he like catches sight of like Chris or somebody he thinks looks like Chris and he like goes up to him and it's oh, just yeah. like um it's like Chris, Chris, you know, comes mm-hmm. up to him and he's just like, I can assure you I don't know any Chris's. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that would have been a fucked up ending that too. Fucked up. <laughs> that's the Twilight Zone episode ending. Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah, where everyone gets punished all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, that's the Twilight Black Zone. Mirror version of that movie. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, yeah, there is so much content that's like that where the ending, especially for like a lot of like horror and thriller stuff, is often tragic. Yeah, and I yeah. do love good tragedies. Don't I, get me wrong. No, I do too. Don't get it twisted. Um, but sometimes you need a win. Sometimes you need, and a win. sometimes you've just been through too much shit, and you just you need a happy ending. Yeah, and and that's what we got. We got it. We got our happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> um. Damn. Yeah. What a bananas oh. movie. <laughs> yeah. Should we? Uh, should we deep dive into this bad boy? Yeah. I feel like we've been talking about this movie for 10 years. We have been talking for over an hour. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, no. So, you know, what are you going to do? Um, I know that there's, like, a lot of symbolism, but I don't always <laughs> know, like, what all of it means. Yeah. Um, we were kind of talking recently about, like, the clothing stuff. You want to... Talk about that. Well, yeah, I was just... So I was thinking about the movie and mm-hmm. then I was thinking about some of the clothes in the movie and that got me thinking like... Because I was like remembering some of the red, remembering some of the blue. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, is it like... W- I never like thought about the color uh-huh. sort of like analysis for the movie. Yeah. Um. So it just made me want to do like a deep dive into that. Yeah. And so I watched it like today with that in mind. Yeah. And I was like... I was just writing down what like I noticed in terms of like that consistency of like red and blue. Yeah. So like Andre's wearing a blue shirt with a brown jacket and like blue pants. Mm-hmm. Um, Rose is actually a character who wears probably the most blue, um, which I think so. Like so, blue I will say like tends to be um, all of the black characters mm-hmm. and red. Um, is like the white characters and also like this secret society, which is like, um, what is it called? Red Alchemist Society. The gist of like, okay, so the gist of what like I sort of got from like the whole color theory thing yeah. was just like, 
what I was noticing was like black people were blue, mm-hmm. Red Alchemist Society, the white people were red. Yeah. And, um, but then I was thinking about like, oh, like Rose didn't fit that mold. And then I was thinking about like, why might that be? I'm like, well, she is acting mm-hmm. the whole movie where she's like trying to be on Chris's side yeah. of everything. And there's actually an interesting thing happens where it's like, first thing she's wearing is like this blue denim dress. Mm -hmm. Then the second outfit that she wears um, to dinner, but then she's like in it after dinner and then like a little bit in the morning Mm -hmm. is this purple sweater. So Mm -hmm. she goes from blue to purple to red once they're at the party. So it's like... Holy shit. To me, the way that I was like reading that was like, it's like her knowing that she needs to like keep up this ruse, but like the further in she goes, like she doesn't need to keep it up that hard to the to the point where like she finally turns at the very end when she's like, you know, I can't give you the keys, right, babe? And just like it's almost like tongue in cheek at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where like they know she knows she can give it up at some point. Yeah. But like not initially. So like that transition from yeah. like the blue to red. Yeah. And um Rod's always wearing blue as well. I mean, obviously his TSA outfit, uh-huh. but also but like, like he later, just wore a blue shirt. It was like a blue t-shirt. Yeah. Um, like Chris, Chris was wearing. wears... Like the blue laces in the boots. Yeah, and also like he, there's like a denim shirt. Yeah. There's a like desaturated blue shirt that he wears with like a gray hoodie and a brown jacket. He has the brown shoes, blue laces. Um... And yeah, that like blue shirt, like the denim, like the blue shirt, whatever in the party. Yeah, like the, like the kind of main look. Kind of, yeah, totally. Um, I read, the, and there was like a Vogue article uh-huh. with the costume designer. Oh. And she kind of like talked about certain aspects. Uh, I'll just like read this little like blurb that yeah. she okay. said. Uh, with Chris dating Rose, he really straddles two worlds even before he enters the Armitage estate. Blue is the color of his urban life, his true self. He wore blue. Chambray, I don't know how to say that. Yeah, it's like chambray, I think. Chambray t-shirt. Whenever he wasn't at his apartment in Brooklyn, sort of a signifier of where he came from and how he wants people to see him. At the Armitage house, his cozy clothes are gray. You see him wearing this when he sits in the hypnosis session with Missy. It's a color that exists between... um, just between colors, black and white. Well, yeah. Between worlds. Yeah. Basically. Um, Danny, your ears so scabby. And then, like, a lot of the other sort of, like, costume design elements mm-hmm. she was saying, like, in the article were, like, black and white, sort of, like, neutrals. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, a lot of the party goers are wearing, like, some form of, like, black and white. Like, mm-hmm. Dean and Missy are wearing a lot of black and white throughout the movie. But, like, mm-hmm. there's all these, like, like uh, red color pops to, like, mm-hmm. hint towards the secret society. Yeah. Like, which... Yeah, after you mentioned the whole, like, wearing red and secret society, like, I, like, saw, like, a little bit of it and did notice a lot of red. And then, like, additionally, like, I was noticing, like... Uh, the b- Rose's like box of photos is mm-hmm. red. Mm-hmm. Her car that they drive up in is, is red. red. Uh-huh. Um, in one of like the <laughs> photos themselves, she's, she's wearing, wearing like a red, a red bandana, bandana. Yeah, and like Walter has like a blue shirt on. Mm-hmm. So like they really like dove in with like this color. Yeah. Um, 
themed. Like Dina has like the little red pocket square in like the yep. you know yep. auction scene yep. and whatnot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So just like uh, some people pointed out, like uh, I saw on one like like article just mm-hmm. that um in the party scene, Chris and Rose kind of make like a makeshift American flag, so to speak. Yeah. With like her being the stripes. Yeah, she's wearing like a red and white striped shirt. And he's wearing like that blue shirt. Hmm. Interesting. Um, And then it's just like, yeah, red and blue America, Mm -hmm. uh, red and blue like police car. uh, Democrat and Republican. Bloods versus Crips. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, like, yeah, just like, yeah. Yeah. A lot of opposing forces for sure. Uh, in red versus red versus blue. Red versus blue. Mm-hmm. Remember red versus blue. Everybody? I do. I do indeed. It's hilarious. Um. Yeah, I love when stuff has that kind of level of detail. Yeah. Like um, uh, we kind of already your talk- music video. Well, yeah. Wow. Uh, we kind of already talked too, but about like um the like weapons are actually like. Like status symbol kind of things. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've also just heard like Jordan Peele saying like he likes that, like that kind of trope from horror movies where anything that's around becomes a weapon. Yeah. And just like he likes to, inc- seems to like to include that in his movies. Yeah. Yeah. Where totally. it's just like, yeah, anything that is around just ends up hey. being makeshift something or other. Yeah. She's eating my cords. <laughs> there's one interesting thing from like uh, there's like a copy of the screenplay that is clearly not like the shooting script or whatever that yeah. like is around and there's um, a scene like that goes like simultaneously along with the opening scene mm-hmm. so it's like um, Andre like wandering around the suburb but then he like goes past like a yard and like the motion detector lights go on mm-hmm. and there's like a white family in there and then we go inside the house and hear some of their dialogue. Oh. And it's like, um, yeah, let's see. The Shaw family. Caucasian and warm. Richard 34, Nancy 30, Joshua 6, and May 4. Eat dinner inside. Richard reads something on his tablet, illuminating his face. Joshua, which one are we going to? Richard. The one in Orlando, Nancy, Disney World, Joshua. Tony said Mickey's not really Mickey. It's someone else in there. Richard, Mickey's Mickey. (laughs) And then like, this is all happening simultaneously. So there's like cut to Andre and then Mm -hmm. cut back to the family. But I'll just like continue with the family stuff. Yeah, okay. But like, also Tony said he saw Chef Mickey and a normal Mickey, Nancy. He must have changed his clothes for work. Um... The Shaw family eats while Andre lays on their front lawn. This time Richard, buried in his tablet, doesn't notice. The driver lifts Andre's limp body and carries him into the car. So I guess we're seeing that from like the family's perspective. But like they're not paying attention. Uh, Joshua, Tony said Mickey's face doesn't move. Richard, that's right. Mickey's always happy. And then just like off screen as like the car pulls away. Um, Joshua, why? Uh, Mickey's always happy. Joshua, why, uh, Richard? Because he hasn't aged in a hundred years. Um, wow. Which, like, looking at all of those lines, kind of like, it, with like the same level of like scrutiny mm-hmm. that like 
people apply to like the rest of the movie. I feel yeah. like he's like intentionally setting up very specific things. Like, mm-hmm. um, I mean, first of all, just like wealth disparity with just like a family talking about going, yeah, to, Disneyland. going to Disney World. But then, yeah. but then like each thing, it's just like Tony said that Mickey is really is not really Mickey. It's someone else in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just like in there, and then like like, like another. <clears throat> consciousness inside of of the body yeah and it the face can't change yeah and then like tony said he saw chef making a normal mickey so like seeing the diff like foreshadowing seeing the different people in like you know their normal outfits and a new outfit Hmm. you know okay Yeah, yeah yeah and then like tony says mickey's face doesn't move uh rich that's right he's always happy so like georgina just Mm -hmm. like Uh this like Perfect no, Stefford. No, 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 like, no, 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 um, no, 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 no. And then why? Because he hasn't aged in 100 years, which, like, that's kind of the whole thing about the secret society is just that they're looking for a way to get, like, eternal youth. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, Jordan Peele has, like, I guess this whole, like, history that he, like, worked out that is not explicit in the movie about, like, the Knights Templar uh-huh. and like how they were going after like they were in the Crusades and like also like dealing with like the Holy Grail and the, yeah. the idea of like harnessing the power of the Holy Grail mm-hmm. um, to get immortality somehow mm-hmm. and just that like they've been continually trying to um, uh, just like find a way to like get immortality basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that the Red Alchemist Society is descendants of the Knights Templar. Oh, shit. Oh. Um, and that, yeah, they've kind of carried on this thing. Yeah. Love and to that. kind of further go with like Love the whole lore. like knight thing and like, yeah. Um, Jordan was saying like this, he intentionally kept like the silent auction kind of like unclear. Like, are they dealing in like, millions of dollars or are they dealing in like billions of dollars like what are these yeah. numbers signifying yeah but like what he said to him it meant was they're trading these old relics that they all have mm. because like they're they've been part of these like rich family histories yeah and so it's like it's like the number of relics or like or something that they're gonna like put into yeah. dang uh, dude that's bonkers yeah yeah because they are very unclear about like the what amount of the money. value, like what the it means. Damn, I'm like over here so poor. I thought they were like ten thousand dollars. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's a lot of money. Yeah, that's not ten even family relics. Ten family relics, Heirlooms. but even like millions or billions. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh, what? what the fuck? Um, it was uh, what? <laughs> uh, Hello? dang. Um. Do you have more like deep dive? Dude, I have like too many. Like I feel like uncomfortable. Yeah, just like start spewing some stuff. Because I watched the commentary too. Hey! Oh shit! Nice. Did so, you watch the? Uh, there's a video. I don't remember what channel it's on of uh, Jordan Peele reading fan theories. Yeah, I've, I've seen yeah. that a okay. couple times. It's I a, love that he just like straight up will just be like, no, like that's not what we were going for. He's like, I love that theory, not what it is, but not, but like it's it was wrong. like. Rod's like fever dream at a certain point of just like like from the point that Rod suggests it's like the sex slave stuff yeah like the rest of the movie is just Rod's imagination that mm. was like one of the fan theories mm-hmm. yeah and there was Jordan Peele's just like no no that's not <laughs> it. also like Jeremy's like whatever Jeremy's playing on like oh, the ukulele yeah. is like 
he's like, oh, he's playing this song, which means this and blah. And Jordan Peele's just like, he was just playing some notes. He's yeah. like, it was like some Bach thing. And he's just like, he doesn't know Bach. Like, he doesn't, <laughs> no. He's like, <laughs> it doesn't know Bach. No, Get Caleb, Caleb over here, he don't know Bach. It, it random. It just notes. Yeah. On a little ukulele. Yeah. All right. Um, I like, yeah, I like his directness in that. You say yeah. like, even just from like the opening shot is just like kind of supposed to be evoking like Halloween, like the movie kind of just like mm-hmm. subverting like the suburb type yes. thing. Yeah. I feel like Halloween has a lot of, uh, is where Jordan Peele draws a lot of inspiration because he talks about Halloween a lot in like us um, and like interviews about us that I've seen mm. and him like, cause he did a, what's it called? Like the anatomy of a scene we mm-hmm. did one of those videos for... Um, Something in us? Yeah, for when you first see the family out on the driveway. And it's yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, and he mentions being really, like, inspired by I feel like Michael especially Myers. Us has, like, a lot of horror There's a really fun homages. theory with, uh, with Us that I'll get into. There's a lot of oh fun theories God, that I'm so excited many. to get into. Yeah, there are. But, like, there's one that I saw that I'm like, incredible. Yeah. Unrealistic, but incredible. Oh, I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but okay. it, it, I feel like that, I feel like he just draws a lot of inspiration from the Halloween franchise and like Michael Myers. Yeah. Yeah. I think, it like, seems like there's a lot of, a lot that are of touchstones like classic like, horror kind of stuff. Yeah. Cause yeah, he totally. talks about like The Shining. There's but, a, there's I mean, he said a, for this one, it was like the Stepford Wives uh-huh. was a big one. Yeah. And guess who's coming to dinner? Yeah. Yeah. Well, in us, there's definitely some Friday the Thirteenth homages. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but we'll get into that. Yeah. Um. um yeah. There's. Oh, and like he's talked about something else, some like Hitchcock stuff. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like um. Yeah, just for the for us, like kind of that California vibe or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, of just like certain. I actually settings. read there's like a trivia thing that's like what movies for us like he had the mm-hmm. cast uh I know The Shining was one of them. The I know Shining. the Babadook was one of them. Babadook yeah, was totally. one of them. Yeah. Uh it follows I think was one of them. Mm. Same DP. Mm. That's for cool. Us. What a fla- what a flattering out. thing that to be like you were the DP on that and then it's like hey one of the movies you shot that's one of the inspirations or like vibes. That's where we're one drawing something from. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. That is fun. Yeah. I feel like it meant something. It meant something. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. Off. Uh, so like the Porsche coming up yes. like behind Andre and like bringing music with it was supposed to be kind of like the Jaws shark a little bit. Oh. Like in, in the fact that it's sort of like announcing itself. Mm-hmm. And then also he said a little bit like Christine, the yeah. car movie yeah. or like Duel. I don't know if you know that. It's like uh-huh. an early Steven Spielberg movie, uh-huh. but it's like similar type of thing where just like the, I think that one is like a truck or something, but yeah. like, it's just like the horror thing is just like the vehicle. The vehicle. And yeah. so it's like having a mask kind of on the character where you're just like, you don't even... It's you creepy. Don't even, you don't know what you who, don't know who's behind anything. the wheel. Yeah, yeah. Um, that song that plays, mm-hmm. like when he pulls up, mm-hmm. "Run Rabbit." The yeah. lyrics are really telling. Yeah, because it's like um, on the farm every day. On the farm, it's Rabbit Pie Day. So every Friday that ever comes along, I get up early and sing this little song: "Run Rabbit, Run Rabbit, Run Run Run." And then it goes on to be "Bang Bang Bang Goes the Farmer's Gun." Um, don't. Give the farmer his fun. 
he'll get by without his rabbit pie. So run, rabbit, run, run. So in like later, Dang. when they're essentially on an estate that could they're might as farm. well be a farm. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's like running. big enough to be a farm. They ate a rabbit. And the then continuing on out. with the rabbit stuff, I feel like he like just continues that with us. So. Yeah. I, Which is interesting. I, re- I was listening to an interview where like the reason, one of the reasons he included rabbit. Was it the whole thing about... um? They're just like, He's like they're just creepy. They're just sociopaths. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like rabbits just they, freak like, Jordan they don't, Peele out. They don't give a fuck. And if they were like human size, they would, they would kill you. He actually says that if you put a rabbit brain in a human body, you get Michael Myers. Damn. Interesting. Yeah, yeah I had heard him say that he thinks he rabbits just, are sociopaths. He just thinks rabbit, rabbits are creepy. Yeah, and I love that. And honestly, they like well, bunnies are cute. Rabbits? They're creepy. Creepy. It's all creepy. It's all creepy. Um Andre like walking around just being like, it's a fucking hedge maids out here. Is yeah. the reference to the shining. Oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then like Jordan Peele Feel just like, like casually in the commentary for like he's like, and who's he on the phone with? Like, is that Rose persuading him to like go to that some was like something that I wondered. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was definitely thinking about who that was. And then he said like the foreshadow, like him being like, um, he kind of puts on like the white voice for like one word or something like, oh, I'm the suburbs here, or, like whatever. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's like a foreshadowing of like him becoming, yeah, the, you know, taken over yeah. by a white person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, credits are light blue which I guess he got from The Shining. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also the same font that is used in the Coagula video, I suppose. <laughs> Danny has a rubber band. <laughs> um, Danny! Oh, first time we see Chris, he's putting white on his face. Like, shaving cream. Oh! Oh! oh. oh. Whoa. And then, like... Hadn't thought about also, that. Also, like, cuts himself... Um, so, like, to kind of foreshadow just, like, danger in general oh, of, like, shit. stuff happening. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be chased off the lawn with a shotgun is, like, something he says, like, mm-hmm. when he's talking to Rose. Oh, yeah. Boy. Um, like, when, you know, just his nervousness over, like, meeting the parents. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but um, clearly, rightfully so. Yeah. Doesn't, he doesn't get chased off with a shotgun, though. It's a rifle. It's a rifle. Well... You know what? In the heat of Jordan, the moment, what's the difference? <laughs> Jordan Apples Peele and was saying like he w- was considering changing it to rifle just to be perfect, but then he was like, "No one says that." Like, yeah. I can't get away. He could have just changed her gun to a shotgun. But maybe he wanted a rifle. Maybe, maybe. maybe he wanted a rifle. I mean, that's more like long distance shooting, and she was standing back at the house. Yeah, for yeah. parts of it. So she's kind of dressed like the kind of woman who'd be shooting a a sniper rifle rather than like a shotgun in that moment. Kinda, right? Yeah, like with a white turtleneck. That's like way more upper class than like, I feel like shotguns like more you think of like, yeah, kind of like country. Yeah. Rich people have dim rifles. Yeah. Um, When they call like rod, it's like like flight or something like 237 over the intercom. Uh Mm -hmm. So just like another shining, wait, what's the shining room? I think is that's that what it, it is, 237? 237. Yeah. Yeah. That's also like in us as well. But yeah. I feel like he just like likes the shining a lot. So he's like always putting in references mm-hmm. to it. 
I mean, it makes sense. It's a tense movie. I need to see it. I've been having a lot of conflicted feelings about the The Shining, though, because like I've been like reading a lot of stuff. Oh, just the treatment of just the treatment mm, of mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. it's not good. Uh, Cindy Chairman? No, no, something Duval. Shelley Duval. Shelley Duval. Thank you. Um, I just like had seen like somebody posted something recently that was about like Stanley Kubrick being like such a genius, which mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's not, but I'm also like, he's also a psychopath. Like, no, he, it's fucked up to treat like, yeah. like he poorly. legitimately like emotionally damaged this person. Yeah. Um, just for artistic gain and it's fucked up. Yeah. It's definitely... So I've been like... I've just been like having a lot of feelings about it lately where I'm like, oh, like his films are masterpieces, but he's a piece of shit also. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like yeah. we're, we're in this time where so many like... It's coming to light about so many artists who are pieces of shit in like sexual misconduct kind of ways. Yeah. And while that's not exactly the thing, I'm like, okay, but we have to recognize that like... This is incredibly problematic as well. Yeah. Like you can't just like be an asshole and torture people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's but it's, a, it's, it's hard. Tricky. It's like, yeah, do you separate the art from the artists? Like that whole. And like, where do you, like, which ones do you where decide do you draw to draw the line? the line on, you know? Yeah. Where you're like, well, as long as it wasn't sexual misconduct, but it's like, no, it was still horrible. So, I mean, like, yeah, it's still like, she like stopped acting after that. It's like, yeah. right? it's like, just not behavior we want at all going forward. So we should condemn it. But then, like, where do we kind of align with like including things or not? Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's hard too because it's like, the Shining is a masterpiece. Yeah, it's really good. So, I just I've been having a lot of feelings. No, I get you. I feel like I'm feeling like that with lots of stuff. Yeah, yeah, totally. Where I'm just like, I guess I have to give up on having heroes of any kind. Yeah, basically, like yeah. just being careful about who you're. Like this person's awesome. Not even being careful, but almost just like realizing, like, don't get too oh, invested in anyone. Everybody's flawed. Yeah, and just like, and some are worse than others. And, like, kind of go in both ways where, like, on the one hand, like, don't get too invested, but also, like, give, like, a little more leeway maybe mm-hmm. to, like, the bad people in a sense. Like, I'm not saying, like... To just, like, to, allow to, it. To allow horrible things or, or like, um, to side with them and not the victims. But what I'm getting at is, like, just, like, almost, like sober up a little like realize just like everyone's bad there's probably already people that you like currently that just it hasn't come out about so just like oh for sure temper all 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 of that feeling Uh in a way like kind of from both ends of it where it's just like okay like everyone's not as horrible as like people demonize them out to be sometimes yeah but like people are not that great either so just like like everybody has like (laughs) multiple sides to them and also like with certain things like everybody fucks up. Yeah. So like, while I don't necessarily think like every action is forgivable, I think like sometimes people are like held, uh, people hold on to certain things that are just like, yeah, they fuck, they fucked up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. For like way, way too long. Yeah. And it's tricky to say that and know that this is like public and just like, yeah, we're not in any way just, I don't oh, know. Oh, not at all like condoning it any like of this type of behavior it's just like such a there's just so much it's not black and white yeah yeah but you know what is black and white 
Get Out. A get poster out. for Get Out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of the totally. posters. Asia says hi. Hey, hey Asia. Asia. Danny, keep that in. She's yeah. cool. She's cool. Remember how cool Asia is? Remember the wine bottle she designed? I know. Oh, yeah. Logo Holy on shit. shit. What a fucking baller. <laughs> Imagine oh. if that was real. Dude, that'd be so cool. That would be cool. That, like, glass embossing of, like, Holy the logo. Holy shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So awesome. Asia, can we post it? Let us know. It's so cool. Your work is awesome. Your work is dope. All right. So let's get into some other... Um, Be just some like symbolism stuff, yeah. Like, like him, that like shot of his boots when he like crosses over when he's like going to look at that deer mm-hmm. is sort of supposed to symbolize him like crossing crossing the threshold from like city to country mm-hmm. and sort of like his safety area to like a more dangerous area for him. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. And also, like the deer is like kind of a representation of like the guilt he has over his perceived like lack of doing anything uh, when his like mom died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, how like that whole thing is just like when you guys remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean the ID thing just being like not having like a paper trail with the cops of like Chris's whereabouts when yeah. she's like supposedly standing up for him. Yeah. Like, I feel like that was one of those like, one like those initial sort of like revealing tidbits that like was just going around uh-huh. like right after the movie you know right 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 like not super deep dive but people are like did you know but <laughs> like, it's like enough that it's like oh yeah that's uh probably pretty intentional yeah there are you got a Danny I have a Danny she just came up and curled up on Erica's lap and it's she's got a very honorary tail <laughs> yeah but I love I her. think that means she likes it. I would die for her. She's so good. I would kill for her. Yeah. There's um omega symbols that you can see at like the front of their house, like on two yeah. columns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I guess is just supposed to like foreshadow like the end the for end. Chris. Yeah. Dang. Um the tour is supposedly like that they give uh Chris mm-hmm. that Dean gives Chris to the house. It's kind of supposed to be like the shining tour and just like the mm. idea is like of like the overlook and just the idea of like setting the stage for like this is the house. This is where a bunch of stuff is gonna go down later. Yeah. And kind yeah. of like setting it up to be paid off later to kind of be like, this is the geography we're working yeah, with. Like, totally. yeah. and then later all the stuff that happens here is like, it's gonna all going to make crazy. more sense. Cause you've already seen these places. Cause you know where we are. Yeah. Um, God damn oh, something God like God. Dean says, like during the tour is just like such a privilege to get to experience another person's culture. Which is just like all these hinting things and like, Oh, there's black mold in the basement. Like, yeah, foreshadowing I, I the took whole. notice of the black mold. Yeah. It's specifically black mold, huh? Uh-huh. Interesting. Why does it got to be black mold? And just like a mold of a person, like oh. putting the mold, putting something into a mold. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Uh, Look at her face. She's loving this. It's in my hand. Yeah. I like when she cuddles under the blanket with you and she just like she sticks forcefully her puts her face in into your, your hand. hand. Yeah, she loves that. Yeah, that's from years of just me doing it to her. Yeah. She now thinks that she likes that. Yeah, you've conditioned her to think she likes it. She likes to have her eyes massaged anyway. She does. Go ahead. Before, like when they're, when the parents are just like hanging out with uh, Chris and Rose and they're all having like tea out in like. Yeah, like in the the backyard or something. Yeah, whatever that is. 
like Chris mentions like his mom and uh-huh. then like Missy uh, hits like the T class or whatever, like a first time uh-huh. just to like start that signifier early yeah. so that by the time she gets the actual hypnotizing scene, like that connection is like subconsciously yeah. like set up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, like when Chris like gets up to like smoke or whatever, I think it's like prompted by he is like kind of having a dream like or like a uh, momentary like thought of like back at the woods with like the deer. Mm-hmm. And that's like kind of what gets him like out of bed a little bit. Yeah. But is like kind of just supposed to be like it's still on his mind like mm-hmm. this dead thing, this thing that he like left behind, like leaving his mother behind. Yeah. And, like, mm-hmm all those feelings. So like that's all coming up. And so it's kind of like fertile ground like for the deer and the mom stuff has connect. Is that like a Bambi reference? Oh, I don't know. Damn. Damn. Remember how Bambi's mom died? <laughs> I try not to. <laughs> I try to forget about it as much as possible. <laughs> yeah. Which very, when they make a live action remake of that, damaging. I'm not going to be okay. No. Ew. They just made a fucking remake of Dumbo. Yeah. Yeah. So it's only a matter of time. Danny DeVito's in it, though. We all got to watch it, Danny, right? you're in it? Yeah. She's in it. She plays Dumbo. How cute would that be? <laughs> she is a Dumbo. She really is. <laughs> uh, I hate her. Danny, I love you. Yeah. Um, there's like a lion stuffed animal next to his bed mm-hmm. um, that he like turns away from. Like It's like looking in. Mm-hmm. And, like I think he turns away before bed. And it's supposed to, like, I mean, represent a lot of things, I guess, like Jordan Peele said, but, like, one I one thing could be, like, Christ. You could see, like, that, because, like, that is a common signifier of, like, mm, Christ. Yeah. But that also, like, connects back to the Knights Templar because of Christ and their, like, right. religious leanings. And just, like, the idea of a predator. Mm-hmm. He said, like, um, lion and lion for, like, white people and like tigers for black people being this thing of like Mm -hmm. they're in the same like family of things but like yeah like different types of predators in a way yeah she's Um, crossed her arm on my hand oh she's so sweet I'm gonna cry right now (laughs) at how fucking cute Danny is oh one interesting thing that like he was pointing out was like um the the grandparents, like, the way that, like, Jordan Peele, I guess, thought about it was, like, you know, like, Walter ends up, like, accidentally kind of, like, revealing that piece of information to Chris and helping him, like, inadvertently about, like, you were up in, you know, Missy's, like, you know, uh, whatever, like, little office, office for, like, yeah. quite a while. And, like, almost just being, like, this thing where, like, the grandparents, like, think that they're, like... They came up with this whole system, you know? Yeah. And they think they're, like, still good at it, but they're, like, slipping and they're bad at it. Mm. And so, like, Dean and Missy are, like, trying to, like, relegate... Like, you can be, like, the housekeepers. Like, you can pretend to just, like, just be on the outskirts. Like, deal with this other... Yeah. This this stuff, like, when people are around. Don't talk to them. Don't get into it. And they're like, no, I'm still good at it. I'm still hip. And, like, no, I get it. And, like, no, 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 no. No, no, (laughs) no. Like, you really... And so, like, they're the ones who, like, 
of anybody kind of give away the position mm-hmm. like to yeah. Chris a little early where it's just like they're acting weird as fuck. Yeah. Like, them and Jeremy because Jeremy's like more rebellious against yeah. the whole thing it seems like. Yeah. Jeremy's like a like a grab and go kind of guy. He's just like he wants it over yeah. with and he, he just doesn't seem to care for like the ruse of it. Yeah. It seems like. Um, but I thought that was like funny where he's just like oh they're just relegated out to yeah do these things. Um I mean, the whole, like, cell phone thing, like, just being a tool to shed light on pr- police brutality and just, like, how that can be kind of mm-hmm. seen as, like, a symbol. Yeah. Like, in that it helps Chris, like, yeah. out of this situation. Yeah. Ultimately. But how, like, because, like, Georgina keeps on plugging it, like, something about, like, them trying to, like, sabotage him, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Well, and that just being, like, also just, like, a technique from, like, a filmmaking position of like constant threat you know uh-huh. mm-hmm. there's like threats at every turn kind of even yeah. like things that are kind of like minor it's like ugh, god like yeah and that's another thing with horror movies too he was saying where it's just like well a modern horror movie you have to address the cell phone thing because yeah. like cell phones are just infinitely yeah. helpful you can't and just, just like, ignore that that's <laughs> like because like if you got one you're fucking you're okay, mostly. And, like, he is using it, so there is, like, that, like, kind of back and forth of, like, okay, he's still being able to communicate. I feel like yeah, everything is just, like, towing the line of, like, believability where it's just, like, he's keeping him as realistically enough there. Would you, you know? say that whenever he is using it, like, to call Rod, that's, like, him very briefly being able to, like, get out even, like, mentally of yeah, the situation? Kind of, you know? Yeah, And so by, like, sabotaging it, they're trying to keep him there keep him present yeah um the irony of like him like picking the cotton out and like yeah. being his salvation like from slavery even yeah. though yeah I, <laughs> d- I did remember reading that mm-hmm. old tidbit yep but it ends up saving him this time it's clever it is damn and just like certain things being paid off like um Jeremy at the dinner scene talks about like jujitsu mm-hmm. yeah. um, and like it being like chess and like thinking three moves ahead and that ultimately being the thing that allows Chris to defeat Jeremy mm-hmm. is that like the whole like door leg thing. Is that he's mm-hmm. able is, like, to think further ahead than he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just like plans it out. So like and also that is where he ultimately like kicks Jeremy down after the stabbing is like back because, like, the door is, like, right next to the dining room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, like, the same room. Yeah. yeah. Where, like, that thing happened. Yeah. So kind of, like, paying off that. It's, like, coming full circle. Um, Rose dies alone in the street, just like his mom did at the end. Damn. Yeah. But, like, it's just a completely different context. <laughs> sure. But, like, still damn. And just like Rose and Titanic dying alone in the streets. That's the ending, right? Is that the ending? That's it. It's remember. like Jack dies in the water. She gets on the boat. She goes to America. Bing, bang, boom. She gets stabbed in the streets. Dies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's right. I think that's right. <laughs> that definitely happens in Inland Empire, though. Yep. Remember that movie? But then, it, <laughs> but then it's all, uh, then it's all a ruse. Is this coming out before or after that one? After. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Before. Look out for that. Guys, we don't know what we're doing. Oh, God. I just have a Danny on my lap. Danny cut this out. Yeah. 
future Danny. Uh, go ahead. Oh, you go ahead. No, no, what, no. What were you gonna say? <laughs> I was gonna ask what other deep dive things you have. <laughs> uh, there's like a couple things, but um, the like I have like one thing. Yeah. That, like mm-hmm. this is my own theory. It's probably like insane and wrong. Okay. Um, but I haven't seen it anywhere else. Okay. So like this is exciting. So like I'm just like it's just fun to be like at something that like I haven't read, and I feel like there's so much out there for this movie. Yeah. But like so like one thing I'm like. I was noticing like the pictures in um like the photographs in Chris's apartment yeah. uh, of his that he like put up or whatever. Yeah. Um and there is one of a boy wearing like a mask oh. that kind of is like reminiscent of like Jason and us. Holy which shit. made me think like is there a loose connection to all of the movies that he is going to do yeah. in his thing in the photographs in Chris's apartment oh. that he can like then link back to later and be like it was planned out the whole time Holy motherfuckers. Holy shit how crazy would that be? Some of the other photos the- are a man with like balloons okay, a pregnant woman with like a guy in the back and like they're in like it looks like they're projects probably um, a dog on a leash that's like having to be like pulled back mm-hmm. um, a bird flying between like silhouetted bird flying between like buildings and then one I couldn't quite make out but it looked like kind of like a street light and some like crazy wires and stuff like that hmm. alright so that's some shit to look out for I guess <laughs> are they in that order did, did, is like the, the oh I don't know okay I'm just cu- I wonder if it's like mapped out like if it if it is that if it's like mapped oh, no, out in no, such a way, no, the boy was like almost the last thing because like okay. you can see the that photo like as Chris is being revealed. Mm. Okay, so I'm gonna have to go back and watch that not, scene. But Damn. like, well, and that's something to come back to as more of because like Jordan Peele has said, even like right after he made Get Out, he said um, that he had like he had other movies, three planned. or four, yeah, more. That he was working on, yeah. um, and so one of those is out now. But uh, we there's gonna be more coming, yeah. Um, so that'll be something to revisit once that happens. Yeah. I just think it'd be crazy if he like had planned it all. That or, would or, be crazy. Like, that far back, yeah. Like yeah, like that's first movie, and he's just like, no, it was all there. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Fuck. I think that's just more wishful thinking on my part. I feel like it's probably just a coincidence, yeah, or sure. like. Maybe, or maybe at the most it's that one and yeah. nothing else. Like, yeah. Or maybe kids wearing masks is masks is just something that's creepy and interesting to him. Yeah. Maybe. Um, do you have any more theory stuff? No. Okay. Do you think this passes a Bechdel test? I looked it up. Do you think it passes the Bechdel I test? I really don't. According to the Bechdel test website, it says that it does. What? Does. 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 Um, but I can't grab my phone right now. Okay. Uh, so I can't, I couldn't, I don't remember. I mean, the only females Missy I Missy and Rose. Yeah. Well, there's a ton of other females that are named as uh, Rose is introducing everybody at the party. I guess, yeah, I guess that's true. I just don't remember any of them talking to each other. And I don't really remember Missy and Rose talking to each other for more than like... And then there's like the cop that like Rod talks to, but like she's the only one in that scene. Yeah. Um, It's not that it did. 
Um, let's see. One note says there are several women and some of them talk to each other most of the time when they do, they are talking about the male main character, another male character. Okay. Uh, there's a scene where Missy makes a suggestion to Georgina that she lay down. Georgina responds saying she, that she thinks she will. Oh yeah, Georgina. This is barely a conversation. But yeah. I also think there's a point where Missy tells Rose that the party is tomorrow and Rose gets upset and says she wishes she knew about it. Um, and then Missy says that the party's the same day every year. Yeah, but that's like the scene with the other guys in it too. Yeah, but I feel yeah. like they're having that conversation kind of in the background of the scene. A hundred percent, no. All, that's like the main conversation. I, I, I felt like the camera wasn't on the family. That's okay. It was a dinner scene and it's like Missy and Dean and Rose and Chris and that is what they're talking about. Okay. I just I just yeah, don't no, remember it's, seeing it's, them like seeing the characters and hearing that. I remember hearing the conversation but I thought it was a different visual. Yeah, no, it's on them for okay. sure. Um but yeah, like maybe Dean chimes in on that conversation. Well, it's part of like a longer scene with yeah. more conversation. So there's definitely anyway, so people talking. Just barely. That. Hard to say. Um, maybe, maybe not. If it does, it's just barely. I feel yeah. like in the spirit of the test, it doesn't pass. No. no. You know what I mean? Um, and it definitely doesn't pass the Russo test. That's a hard Because this is no? a straight ass movie. Yeah. Um, Do you think it passes the Macamori test though? What 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 are what does it have to be? Uh, a woman who gets her own narrative arc that isn't to support a male's narrative arc. No, because even with so. Rose, it's kind of like she's following this very patriarchal. She's supporting family. the grandfather's business, the family business. Yeah. and then yeah, Dean. Oh, that's oh. So that was another color thing that I picked up on that led to that one question you had about like, what is she going to do when she phases out? Cause when they show the coagula video or whatever with yeah. like Roman Armitage, like mm -hmm. they show a photo or like they end up being in like this wide shot with the family yeah, mm -hmm. and like Catherine Keener's there and like everyone else and everyone's either wearing like red or neutral stuff, except Catherine Keener who's wearing kind of a similar blue, uh, dress to like what Rose is wearing at the beginning. Mm. Not that it's the same, but like what it made me think was like, I wonder if to a certain point, um, Missy was kind of doing the same thing Rose was, mm -hmm. yeah. then groomed Rose. And then like, it's really just like the honest probably is on Rose to have a kid, then they can groom like her kid. You know God what I mean? Damn, that's and so gross. that's what phases yeah. it out. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, no, that makes sense. Um, that's, Gross, but it makes sense. <laughs> uh, yeah. Damn. Damn. Do you guys have any more you want to say about Get Out? No. Did you like it? <laughs> yes. I loved it. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you fucking kidding me? How long have we been talking about this fucking movie? Oh, well over two hours at this point. It's going to be a long ass episode, motherfucker. Nobody's listening anymore. It doesn't matter. Um, Nobody's listening anymore. Nobody I got a Danny on my lap. Um, did you like this movie? I did. Yeah. I was so like nervous <laughs> to talk about like, this no. movie <laughs> yeah. on the podcast. Yeah, for just so because long. it's like yeah, it's such a like new classic. It's new and it's dense and it's also just like It's very dense. I don't know. This isn't like the podcast for like big societal themes necessarily. Yeah. So it's just like We're just shooting the shit, guys. It kind of felt like a big heavy thing to dive into yeah and i really liked it so it's sort of like wanting to do it justice yeah however we can totally 
Um, yeah, yeah. I liked it a lot. Um, do you guys want to take a quick break and then we'll talk about us? I would love to take a quick break, but I'm not going to move. Okay, well, that's fine. I'm going right, to take a quick break. Goodbye. All right, bye. So we went and saw Us. Like two days ago. Like two days ago. And we've been reeling. I want to see since. it again. I I really want to see it me again, too. too. Yeah. It was I want to really see good. it again. I will, like, maybe like a third of the way into the movie, I'm just like, oh, I'm going to buy this. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. We should, uh, uh, I just want to say, we should definitely go back to that theater that we went to. We went to, there's this one theater like 15 minutes away from us that's like Tuesday night is $5, $5 movie night. And uh, I was surprised that Us was included in that because it came out pretty recently like yeah. last friday yeah like a week ago um and it was like final movie but the theater was great the theater like, was the so theater nice was great the, the seats was, like, were loud. like fucking cushy ass recliners. recliners i was comfy as hell the entire Honestly, time the concessions were not as outrageous as some movie concessions i've seen before yeah and they serve alcohol look Fair at that. that sort of thing yeah damn so, all in all, I feel like we need to be going back to that theater, like, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Um, Even though, like, I love the Alamo, like... Yeah. Me too. And Remember I'll never the forget the Alamo, no, but, like... I'll never forget it. Um, but also, Alamo Draft House is... That's for when we're falling out of control. A, kind of a treat. Yeah. yeah. It's like... Because we get, like, the nuggies and the cookies. And, oh, yeah. They've got a lot of good treats. Yeah. It's and, like a... Uh, it's, it adds up. Yeah, it does. Um, and, uh... Yeah. yeah. Anyway, but that's irrelevant. We saw us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, had some had a bomb fucking movie theater pretzel. Oh yeah, that was a good ass pretzel. That was a good ass pretzel. It was some pretty so good. Here we are back too. on the theater. Sorry, <laughs> um, dude. Us. When that first like quote came up, like I was so excited about I, the tunnels. Yeah, because yeah. I was just like. I'm already lost. What are we? Yeah. What are we talking like, about? I feel What's like happening? it's already about something that's like not necessarily in the trailer. Yeah. 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 Which like got me like I was like my <laughs> you're blood like was oh I already have no idea. And I'm like this is great. All, like, yeah. More. I, it's already I have a no idea what's going on. And then, like, yeah. The next thing is like, I feel like the, we should just preface again. If you guys have gotten this far and you haven't seen us, like please go really, watch us. Like right honestly. Now. Or Even if you're if not you're, interested, just yeah. don't, I guess. But I mean, I guess that's if true. If you're at all interested, definitely do before oh, getting yeah. it spoiled for you. Oh, no, By totally. Us. Like, We're going to say it the worst way. And yeah. it's like a magical experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so there's the quote. And then like the TV thing is next. The and, hands like, across yeah. America. And similarly, I was just like, what are, what are we doing? What yeah. are we, where are we yeah, going yeah. with this? Yeah. Because like, we're trying- getting a, a brief glimpse of a black girl sitting on a couch. Uh-huh. Um, like we see her the like in the TV reflection. Yeah. 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 Which actually kind of reminded me of like uh, some like M. Night shit yeah. in a way. Yeah. Because like, like the way he'll like or lock on certain perspectives yeah. uh-huh. and like not break from it. Uh-huh. Like some stuff from like Unbreakable too when they're mm-hmm. like flashing back to mm-hmm. young Elijah. Yeah. Um. Not to make this about Unbreakable, but it just there were a few things in us that kind of reminded me of like For his sure. style a little bit. With yeah, like yeah, I've the, I've definitely like seen angles. a lot of articles that have referenced like Jordan Peele's horror to like or like M Night's yeah. heydays, yeah, like like early Shyamalan kind of 
things. I did. I did see that as well. Um, um, I was also trying to like, as the Hands Across America uh, commercial was playing, I was also trying to see like what the movies are beside this TV. Yeah. yeah there I was, did like, too. There was like There was like Which a lot of people pointed out later. Yeah. This the is like, yeah, this is like, it's a, like Chud and Chud and Chud Goonies are Goonies. on one side. And which the both... man with some, wait, what is the, the Steve Martin one with like the brain in the title? Uh, the man whole, without a brain or yeah, something or man with like half a brain or something. Him psychically like connecting to a brain or something uh-huh, and controlling damn. it or something. Yeah. So um but with Chad and the Goonies, the whole thing is like a lot of them take place in like underground tunnels. Yeah. And Chad's uh, like below ground creatures uprising uh-huh, or something. Exactly. Um, I mean in Goonies you have sloth, which is like a and a below ground creature. Yeah. Uh, rising up And then there's like Literally like a line Taken or whatever Yeah Like oh. this is like it, It's switched But it's like Similar It's like The This is our time Like down here This is our time And she's like Oh um, This is our time Up like, here up, like Oh now. shit Yeah The whatever. other movie I, I'm trying to remember What it is The other movie Was The Right Stuff mm-hmm. um, But I can't remember What the connection Is there I never read A compelling one Okay, <laughs> I did read something that someone was about said something it. just like exploring. Uh, I forget. Okay, Fine. never mind. Cut this yeah. out, Danny. Danny, <laughs> cut this out. Um, yeah. Anyway, so but like there is clearly some symbolism there. Yeah. Um, I know it's funny in a movie like this. Like I'm both wanting to experience it, but then also just scrambling to be like, okay, I know everything. What does this mean? What yeah. does this like, all mean? Like as soon as they like went to like the Santa Cruz boardwalk at night, I'm like, fuck, there's so many things already. There's yeah. so much. And I was like trying to like read. I mean, obviously, like certain ones like really stood out, and I'm like, yeah. well, that's clearly yeah. symbolism. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Honestly, anytime you have a Bible verse in a movie, it's like, come on. Yeah. Like let's. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you happen to re- go like go like find what that verse is? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel uh, like I uh, didn't okay. for some reason. Um, in reference to that scene where they go to the boardwalk, so it's like young Adelaide. Yeah. Um, and her parents, and it's her birthday. It's 1986. Mm-hmm. Um, they go to the boardwalk. Um, he, there's another like symbolic thing that comes up pretty early on is that she wants the thriller shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like there's a lot of stuff that's like comparing us to the thriller video where it's sort of like um like how like at the end of thriller uh Michael Jackson werewolf dude like kind of like gives an indication that he's not who you think he is. Right. Um, that he's actually a monster. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. There's some stuff. I liked just like in a general filmmaking way, just like watching it the first time, like having the tension of like the parents fighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As that all the, that first scene going on. Cause even beyond whatever subtextual stuff was happening, just as like a scene, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is interesting. It's like, it's one period, mm-hmm. but like a recent period, mm-hmm. you know, and then you're watching like this young girl and she has her own like desires in the scene mm-hmm. that are kind of just kid desires mostly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then like to have the context of like her parents fighting, it was just like an interesting moody yeah. setting in yeah. a way because it's like it's nighttime and it's mm-hmm. like so clear mm-hmm. and like, but mm-hmm. like creepy a little bit even now. Yeah. I don't know. I just like I liked the vibe right away. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, the like 
one note that I have from that scene is just that it's the 80s and nobody's paying attention to their kids. True. Yeah, so Adelaide wanders off. I mean, off. the mom's yeah. trying to and she's like, just has to go to the bathroom. and like, Yeah, totally. But yeah, And totally. like Adelaide doesn't want to go with her. She wants to stay with her dad. She should have gone with her. She should have gone with her. Um, in retrospect, yeah. Um, but she doesn't. She stays with her dad who's not paying attention and Playing then she wanders off. Um, Down goes to off the, beach. On the beach. Yeah. Clouds are like storming, storming and being off the crazy. Yeah. yeah. I did say waste of a perfectly good or a perfectly fine caramel apple. Yeah. It was, she, was, she had like a candied a apple. Candied apple. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, and then she just draws. She's barely eating any of it. Yeah. And then she just drops it in the sand. Those are some of the most satisfying things to make. Yeah. Because like the when the candy's like liquid, mm-hmm. it's like crystal clear and liquid. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. That's cool. Sorry. Um, do you want to talk about like the Bible verse? Because that's when she sees it the first time. Yeah. Oh, yeah Jeremiah 11. Jeremiah 11. 11, which 11, 11 is something that comes up a lot in this movie. Mirrored. Mirrored duality, like individuals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the idea is that like it's about the context for the verse is that it's like... um about worshiping false idols, basically, yeah. which this movie ends up like being like a lot about. Yeah. With right. just like worshiping fame in all these different ways. So it's mm-hmm. um therefore thus saith the Lord, behold, I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. And though they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them. Hmm. So kind of a foreshadowing of like I mean, in this context, like the I'm takeover. gonna bring the pain and not give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. and like even though you're gonna have remorse, mm-hmm. like you, you're not gonna be able to escape it. Damn. Yeah. And then yeah, I mean, and then also just like the the fact that like that perfectly encapsulates like that idea, and then eleven eleven is like a mirror, mm-hmm. and then the fact that he like uses eleven eleven like everywhere Multiple in the times. movie, like yeah. for like clocks and like uh-huh there's so, a, there's a baseball out. game uh-huh where the score is 11 11 mm-hmm. it's tied mm-hmm. at 11 11 mm-hmm. um when they walk onto the beach it's a drone shot and their shadows make 11 11 dang yeah also on the beach one of the girls is wearing a black, black flag, flag shirt mm-hmm. that has 11 uh, like it, not it's not specifically yeah. that it's, but it's, it's like uh yeah vertical stripes yeah, yeah. um yeah, there's another one too, I think. But yeah, there's like a lot of instances. It's a lot. Of that. Um, okay, so how far do we get with little Adelaide? She like goes into... The mirror maze. Yeah, it's like... Uh, she sees the owl. Yeah. <laughs> she's like freaked out and then she, like the power goes out. The power goes out and, and it's raining outside so she can hear uh, like... That was so... I love such that. Such good sound design. Yeah. I love yeah. Where and, it's like, what a good setting, too. You're just in a hall of mirrors. It's raining. It's dark. It's that nice, like, pouring sound. Uh-huh. It's, like, creepy, but also kind of calm and weird. Yeah. It's, like... Calm before the storm, kind of. Yeah. She sees the exit door. She thinks she sees the exit door. She sure does. Um, She runs into she's a mirror. She's in a hall of mirrors. Yeah. So... So she's, like, trying to figure out where the exit is. Yeah. Um, And she ends up in front of a door... Or she ends up in front of a door, I think, that's already open or something. A door that's already been opened and closed. Mm-hmm. And it's the back of her head. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then it turns around. And then the f- it turns around. I feel like the first indication is that she's like humming and then like that something. Right. She's whistling, yeah. Something like whistles back and you're like, whoa, what the fuck? That's definitely not just like an echo. Yeah. Because it's no, like doing a different it thing. It was like doing a different thing. Or like yeah. continuing yeah. or something. Um. So that's fucking creepy. Dude, and what great imagery. Like when you're looking at the back of your own head, there's no mirror that's going to do that. Like, no. you know there's already something wrong. So yeah. you're just like, fuck. No, yeah. that's like, honestly, like, we've talked about this before. It's one of my biggest tricks. Yes. <laughs> that's uh, why this movie is so, like, it's primally just like scary. your reflection not reflecting. Up you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's like... The biggest of tricks, possibly. It's... I would put it in my top five it's, easy. It's probably in my top three. Yeah. And like Jordan Peele, like in like a lot of the content seemed to be talking about that. How like the doppelganger well, thing was just like a primal fear for him. Yeah. And yeah. just like there the is, idea of like a knowing smile. And then you're like, oh, they're prepared for whatever this is. But, yeah. but I'm not. <laughs> ah. Well, um, beyond even like the mirror maze, there's a lot of use of like mirrors and reflections mm-hmm. in like mm-hmm. the way that the film is shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like um, when they go to like young Adelaide at the therapist's office, she isn't she watching her parents from a mirror reflecting like an open door? I thought it was through a window and a door. Like it was through the window of a door. Could have been. It looked like a mirror to me. Could um, could have been. There's like in the basement like the basement mirror. Yeah, um, at the at the bar. Cuz at the bar? Like the oh, ballet the bar. bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, not the not the bar. Yeah. Not the drinking kind of bar. Yeah, the ballet like a bar. ballet bar. Yeah. Um then when um Oh, Gabe's just like walking like and getting ready for the night or whatever. The yeah. one night. Yeah. He's just like only seen through a mirror even though he's just like down the hall or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. I liked that because you were like initially you just read that as you didn't even read that being a mirror. You read that as he's just there, but then he like walks out and you're like, oh, you're like, oh, yeah, it was okay. confusing. <laughs> um, and then in I think it's in that scene where like Adelaide um like reveals these fears to mm-hmm. him. Um, she's mostly talking into a window. Yeah, yeah, and we're seeing her reflection her. Yeah. for most of that scene. Dude, by the way, I was like creeped out a little bit that she was doing that. Me too. But then, like with like the twist, I'm like, oh, it works that it's like you like she's a creepy kind of uh-huh. character, <laughs> so to yeah, yeah. Um, so. Flash forward, present day. Yeah. They get to their Santa Cruz house. Mm-hmm. It's like their yeah. summer place. She has a family now. She has a family now. <laughs> yeah, she's um, married. She's, like, she's, she's got an two adult. Kids. Yeah, exactly. Um, Doing the whole family they make life. the summer house. Uh, dad's making dad jokes. He like scares them to wake them up, uh-huh. which is like... Fucking Winston Duke is hilarious. Yeah. I love him. But like... It's that's such a like dad a, move. That's such a terrifying thing though yeah but I feel like it's also such a dad move yep yeah and yep. then him like dabbing and the daughter oh, just being yeah. like gross yeah, yeah 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 what's her name Zora Zora yeah um which is like ugh, gross <laughs> like gross yeah. dad and then he does like a knock knock joke where he's like she's like who's there and he's like yeah and she's like yeah who and then that's like the whole joke yeah God. it's just so bad yeah yeah um, so they're, they're, um, 
they are eating. Oh, this is like an interesting. So they're eating um, like a fast food meal, mm-hmm. except for Adelaide. She's just having strawberries. Yeah. Um, so there's um, some stuff I read talked about how like we never see her eating like ever eating meat or dairy um, or ever drinking anything except water. Mm. Um, which um, I'm not sure all that can be read into that, but one of the big things is that the tethered underground eat just raw Ooh, rabbit. Raw rabbit, yeah. Um, so she's had enough of that shit. She's not eating any more meat. She's over it. She's over it. Um, I'm sure there might be more to read into it than that. But, yeah. Um, so there's like that scene. Um. And that's where like the the magic trick thing with Jason is brought yeah. up. Yeah, Jason. Where just like Jason um, has this magic trick, and everyone's like, "Okay, what is it?" Like basically, but he like he, can't remember how to do it. Yeah, yeah. Or he's sort of just like unwilling to do it. Uh huh. I mean, it's, it's like a little... it seems like he's trying a little bit, but yeah. it's just not happening. Um, and then later. Uh, they all want to go to the beach and Santa Adelaide beach. to the boardwalk. the boardwalk in the warm California sun. Mm-hmm. Boardwalk. Yeah. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Um, Adelaide doesn't want to go. Yeah. Cle- for obvious reasons yeah, to us, to but us, not but, to the rest of the family. Yeah. Cause she ain't done told no one. Yeah. And for, I mean like with the twist, two reasons, obviously like we get yeah. to read it the first yeah, way. Yeah. Totally. Like, which is just trauma. Yeah, trauma. <laughs> And the second way, which is like, she doesn't want to go back to that place and no, risk no, no. like running into get, running into anybody or getting back into that situation. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, but then, but um, Gabe, mm, I will. I won't say convinces her, but oh, he pressures co- her into it. Her? Yeah, yeah, he coerces her for sure. Yeah. Um, Just pulls on the. Oh, Jason, you know, since his grandma died or whatever, like the whole angle that he's like trying to take, basically like pinning it on like the emotions of the kids. Yeah. And like making that the Yeah. The aspect. Yeah. Yeah. So they end up at the at the the beach. They do. Uh enter the Tyler family. The Tyler family. family. Uh we've got Kitty Kitty. played by Elizabeth Moss. Yeah. So good. Uh so good. Uh, and then Josh played by Tim Heidecker. Yeah. Yeah. Of Tim and Eric fame. Yeah. Uh, and then they have twin daughters who are like roughly Zora's age. Yeah. Maybe like a couple years older. And while they're there, um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening. There's a lot happening. Yeah, and I mean, one is all over the place. One is just like the s- social dynamics of like, Black family, white family, and like this white family that's like they're both upper class. Yeah. But like the white family is clearly much more upper class. Yeah, totally. And also just this strange thing of like, which I thought was really relatable of just like it's clearly just was it Gabe? Like Gabe's Mm friend's family. Yeah. It's this is not their friends or anyone like Clearly, like Adelaide is like not interested in talking to Kitty, yeah. And the kids are not interested in hanging out with the twins. Like, totally, it's a real mismatch. But like the (laughs) friendship with between like Gabe and Josh is so um, 
not quite like antagonistic, but like Gabe is just like wanting all of the things that Josh has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like at every step of the way, Josh has something better than yeah. whatever Gabe, Gabe has. has. And so like Gabe is just striving toward that. Like Gabe just the had boat. gotten the boat, the crawdaddy. Crawdaddy. Um, and but the Tyler's got the B yacht. Yeah, they did. But you can tell it's just like he he's probably <laughs> reaching with even getting this boat. Yeah. He got like a shitty kind of used boat. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know if they could, I don't know if they could or couldn't afford it or whatever. But yeah. it just kind of seems like he's he's trying to play this game mm-hmm. and like going up this ladder. Mm-hmm. And But he's yeah. not really like. he's And he's jacked about this boat and the rest of the family's not having it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a good scene. It's yeah. Scene. Also at the beach. Yeah, we've got like uh, oh, Kit, Kitty's drinking. Kitty is drinking. Yeah, and like Kitty's that's like a whole done. dynamic between like her and Josh. She's like, pour me more, basically, and he's just like, oh, okay, You're class four, number, four, number three, number four. Yeah. Uh, Got to get mommy her medicine, yeah. and then he like tries to hand it to her, and he's like, what do you say? And she's like, fuck you. Yeah, that's a very and it's intense just, dynamic. Yeah, it's also yeah one of those dynamics where you're like when you're with people who are that antagonistic toward each other, you're just like, well, I'm uncomfortable even just being here. Yeah, like, totally. I'm I did write that Kitty you. and Josh are a picturesque, miserable family. Yeah. Yeah. Just miserable, upper-class family. Yeah, it sounds like uh, they had the twins very young. Yeah. Uh, Kitty talks about her dreams of how she wanted to act, but then she had the twins yeah. at the worst time. Yep. And be famous, right? She like mm, mentioned yeah. that. It's not just like acting a craft that she wants. Be like no. a famous she actress wants to be famous. or something. Yeah. yeah. And then she also talks about like the little bit of plastic surgery that she mm-hmm. had, a little bit of work done. Yeah, she doesn't specify exactly what, but she definitely had some work done. Yeah, and then Adelaide is just like, You look like just like you did last year, and she's like, Thank you. I was just like, yeah, that's kind of the idea. Like just a little, little thing here, here a little and there. there. Yeah. Like she's trying to be so casual about it, even though it's like I mean, like, definitely poor people aren't doing it. <laughs> I no. Don't know. Yeah. Yeah. That's not an option. Yeah. Um, and then, like, between the kids, um, Jason is digging tunnels um, in the sand. Sure and is. the sure is. twins find that behavior very weird. And Zora's like, he just has trouble focusing. Bing, bang, boom. Yeah. Um, Jason goes to find a bathroom. One of the things that's on the beach, though, is Merlin's, uh, mirror maze. Yeah, which is not what it was. It's not what it was called, but it's clearly the same thing. It's the same Because ship. it still has, like, wood, like, wooded area and wooded creature. And it has the same pa- subtitle still, Find yeah. Yourself, right? Yeah, because it was, yeah. like, a, like, a... Spirit quest. Spirit quest. That's what it was. It was, sh- like, a shaman, shaman spirit quest. Shaman something spirit quest. Yeah. 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 With, Find Yourself. I feel like with like a lot of the 80s to present day stuff yeah i was reading and just like seemed like it in general uh-huh. was just sort of like this take on um like faux like political correctness and just like how things can change drastically mm. in time uh-huh. you know how like mm-hmm. spear quest and like kind of like the taking from like the native americans and sort of like glossing over right. rather than actually like fixing our relationship with like the native americans we just took away like these offensive mm-hmm. terms and stuff you know yeah. what i mean yeah 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 so it's just like we didn't we just patched up the problem we didn't actually like attempt to fix it right yeah and kind of the same like similar stuff with like 
oh, you probably saw the same thing if you saw the black flag thing. Uh-huh. About how like like the you know, a carney was wearing like a black flag t-shirt in the 80s thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like black flag is like anti-establishment sort of like yeah. you know, music and how that gets transmuted all the way to modern day where just like a Some dumb white teenage teen girl yeah. on the is beach wearing, is wearing like, a black flag shirt. And she probably doesn't she has know. No, probably has no idea like what She's just wearing the implications of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, um, I didn't see that, but that makes sense. And kind of even with like including the thriller thing and just like what a polarizing figure like Michael Jackson is, where mm-hmm. just like, again, at the time, like we weren't looking into the duality of a person like that Mm -hmm. where like clearly like something is already wrong like rumors have been going on Mm -hmm. for years and years about michael jackson yeah yeah that like and it almost to where it was like a punchline yeah can i pose like a just an armchair theory that I'm coming up with right now yeah. that probably has right no cuff. basis in reality. Cool, let's go. 1986 Adelaide is wearing the Thriller shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, present day Adelaide, we find out, is actually the monster. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's like Michael Jackson is on the child and then the child becomes the monster. Oh, fuck. Damn. Just kind of like a commentary happening. on uh, sexual happening. abuse, maybe. Even. I see what's happening. Just some ideas. Just throwing some things out. I mean, out. Jordan Peele has said the movie's about trauma, you know. Well. As like one of many things. Yeah. So, so that, that yeah. definitely seems like it tracks. I, it's just something I'm coming up with right now. So. I like it. Okay, cool. Damn. Um. Wait. Oh, I just wrote everyone shit on the boat, but it really saved the day. It did save the That's band. That's true. Um, so basically, so they all go to the boardwalk. This is the boat saving the day comes much later. Yeah. Much later. Sorry. That oh, was just like Jason's got a sweet Jaws shirt on. He does have a Jaws shirt. I was trying to think about like what the symbolism of that might be. I mean, they are at a beach. Well. Well, I mean, there's one that gets into a bigger theory later. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna deep dive into that theory. Love that. Let's go. Okay. Um... But yeah, I feel like we got to kind of like get yeah, through yeah. the whole thing. Um, but she's also noticing like as they're going to the beach even like before we get to it, like mm-hmm. they see like the homeless or mm-hmm. man mm-hmm. being carted into the ambulance. Yeah. And again, we have like the 11-11 yeah. um, sign. That's our first kind of indication that things are starting to go awry because then later while they're on the beach, Jason wanders off and he's trying to go to the bathroom, but then he gets kind of transfixed on this guy who is his hand is bloody um this guy who uh i don't think we see at the time but actually but turns out to be the tethered version of the jeremiah 11 11 yeah Yeah. um their names are alan and jeremiah oh my god yeah fuck um okay so that happens adelaide Freaks the fuck out because she doesn't know where Jason, Jason? is. Jason? Yeah. In kind of like an homage to the Jaws, like realizing like the shark is coming mm-hmm. and like looking at all like the sort of like yeah. normal happy people on the beach uh-huh. moment. Yeah. Yeah. Just like. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also an homage to a heavy rain. Heavy rain. 
Jason? Jason? Is it? I doubt it. Jason! Well, actually, I don't know. I don't know what else Jordan's into. Jordan, get at us. Was that an homage to Heavy Rain? It it was a good video game. JP, hit us up. JP! (laughs) Bloodsistersmedia at gmail.com. Um... She finds him. She finds He's him. Fine. It's chill. They go home. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is that... Yeah, okay. So it's like later that night that... Um, There's a family in our driveway. Well... Well, yeah, but she has the Gabe, conversation with... Oh. She has the conversation yeah. with um, him. It's 11-11 on the clock. She finds that drawing that he made. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the back of his head and the back of the Jeremiah guy's head. Yeah. With the bloody hand. And she's, um, I feel like, freaking out because it's kind of reminding her of well, her experience, obviously. Obviously, yeah. Totally. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then... Their power goes out. Their power goes out. And, and then there's a family in the and driveway. And then there's a family in the driveway. Which that scene is where... Uh, is the um, anatomy is of a scene that I watched and it starts with, like, the... You know, there's a family in our driveway and Jordan Peele makes a comment about like, that's, that line is written intentionally to be like the iconic line, like a, they're here mm-hmm. kind of line. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, oh, and it comes across. There's a family in our driveway. There's a family in our driveway. Um, and we talked too about how like the same things precede both like the cat, like the catalyst for like the bad thing Seeing happening. Seeing the doppelganger. Seeing the doppelganger basically where like both times, uh, the Power goes out. Mm-hmm. The exits are blocked. Mm-hmm. And what else? Whistling. Yeah, and she like you hear it Ugh. first. Ugh. So Ugh. that happens both the itsy times. Bitsy spider. Yeah. yeah. Which I wonder if that is like important. What song that is? Maybe. Oh, definitely. Probably. I and wonder. she sees a spider earlier. Oh yeah, there's a. Oh, that's like a whole thing when she's like, um, before they go to the beach, she's like laying on the couch, and there's she sees there's a spider on like the oh, coffee yeah. table, and it is crawling next to a toy spider. Yeah. So that's another uh symbolic like duality. Yeah. Kind of thing. One with the soul, one without. Ah. Yeah. Ah. And we get the same thing with the ambulance, too. What do you mean? Well, the ambulance toy blocks the door, and then they use an ambulance later to escape. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 That's true. I hadn't even thought about that one. Damn. Okay. So the family's in the driveway. Uh, Gabe goes out. Um, first time trying to be civil, second time trying to be hard AF. Yeah. Um, um which people I people point out the code switching. I was gonna say sort of Jordan, blackness. Jordan uh-huh. Peel talks about the code switching in that scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, anything in particular? Just the like the intent of like the trying one uh method and then it not working, going for another method yeah, kind of deal. Totally. Um and he he specifically mentions like the drop in Winston Duke's voice. Uh-huh. And like the, you can see him like, yeah, like he's trying to be in the second time he's trying possible. to be like uh, an intimidating presence. Cause like, I feel like he's as like personality, he's not super intimidating, but he's a big ass dude. No, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's hella tall. So like, if he wanted to be like, that's a, I saw a picture recently a that was like guy. the whole family from the movie and then like Jordan Peele and Jordan mm-hmm. Peele's like the same height as Lupita mm-hmm. and 
uh, what's Win- his name? Winston, Winston Duke. Duke is like a foot and a half taller than everybody. <laughs> He's so tall. Yeah. Um, so he could definitely like be an intimidating presence. Oh, yeah. Um, um, I mean, that comes across. He's in like Black Panther. Yeah, he plays like one of the most intimidating yeah. dudes in Black Panther. That's yeah. why, like, when I saw him, I do love interviews, that they were both in Black Panther. They were both in Black Panther. You and know who else was in Black Panther? Who? What's the main guy from Get Out? Oh, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, he's also in Black Panther. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So iconic actors. Damn, Jordan just snatching up all them, snatching them all, all Marvel the... babies. Yeah, um, that's cool. Yeah, Dang. um. But yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, code switching. Um, yeah, he comes comes out, try and be civil, and then he comes back with the bat and is just like, "You guys want to get crazy? We can get crazy." Yeah, I did like that, and I love that line. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which I think like is was pointed out as being significant um, in some things I read, just because like in other areas. Um, he chooses not to embrace like his blackness, right? You know, not necessarily so overtly, but just like, you know, they're already disconnected being an upper class black family, yeah. yeah. And then like, and like when, having this like summer home, and like just and then like, even like when like I got five on it comes on denying the sort of like drug relatedness. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, that and is just being the like this thing. is a dope song. It's like. Well, you could teach your kids about, you know, yeah, like the yeah, actual. Yeah, because um, Jason asks what it's about or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and, and Zora says that it's about drugs, and Gabe tries to say that it's not it's about not drugs. about drugs. It's a dope song. Don't do drugs. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure is the um, line. And I mean, it is about drugs. It a hundred. I mean, that's what it is. Uh, that's just there's no there's getting just, around it. There's just no denying that it's about drugs. It's about drugs. Uh, they literally, they are very overt about it in the song. They're not hiding it. Can we talk about the, I think it's referred to as the tethered version of I Got Five on it, which is like the strings oh. version. The one from the trailer. The one from the trailer, the one from like the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Where it's like slowed down, it's cool. orchestral. I love it. Creepy as fuck. I love it too. Like the one, the- I feel... It makes me feel a lot of things. Yeah. Well, there's like so many cool elements. There's like the reversed piano sound that's mm-hmm. doing like mm-hmm. the kind of shimmery background of it. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, and like mm-hmm. kind of, mm-hmm. and then there's like all the, the like, like da dung dung. Oh like yeah, those, that's like what that's sound like, like cellos low, now, right? That's like lower and more like. It hits visceral. you right in like yep. the low part of your chest. Like the uh, falling into the sunken yeah. place. It hits you right in and the then, same place. And then there's like the pizzicato. Like, yeah. Yeah. The melody. Yeah. And then just like additional horror stabs and like little like. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It, they really do strings. like a good job of like just turning it into something terrifying. The fucking like sound design of this movie yeah. is incredible. That's like great. the the chorus that's happening over like the uh the bunny shot where it's like oh, a, yeah. the extended shot in the beginning where it's it starts on one rabbit and then it pans out. I think it's like an 11 row. Yeah. Like, it's a yeah, whole big wall rabbits red. and it's just like this like That was another P- early imagery where I'm like, what am I looking what at? What am I <laughs> yeah. looking at here? Because they are, they're like, um, like dollying out yeah. of that shot for the whole two opening title sequence. Minutes? Yeah. I don't even know. It's like, a it's long like, ass time. I mean, it's the opening titles. Yeah, basically. it's a really long time. Um, it's yeah. uncomfortably long. Yeah. Uh, 
It looked like the same titles as Get Out, kind of. Really? Like, it's all just, like, this small, like, mm. um, serif font mm-hmm. that's just, like, kind of centered. Mm-hmm. It feels very, really, like, classic. Like, it's not trying to do anything, like, modern or flashy, mm-hmm. which I feel like is throwbacky to, yeah. you know, horror yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that version of that song is it's so good. fucking incredible. I, I mean, when like really love it. That whole trailer is like a masterpiece on itself. Oh for my this god, movie. I know, right? And I like simultaneously like feel like ah, I gave it too much away, but at the same time was like so compelling. You're uh-huh. like, yes, yeah, yeah. But I still feel like there were enough like twists oh. and turns. Having seen that, and yeah. there's so much denseness to this movie that like there's you, so much to dive into. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so there's family in the driveway. Um, when Gabe goes out um, to tell them that if they want to get crazy, we can get crazy. He's got a bat. Um, then it's just like this really like quick, like both kids like scurry away into the oh, bushes. Um, red like gestures really. She does like a quick like. There was lightning. It was when you gestured. Yeah. I am the god of thunder. <laughs> don't do that again. Sorry. Um, but she does like a quick like, I don't remember if it's like a crossbody like point or if it's like a like a snap. She does something that triggers them to move. Yeah, and like um, so then like Pluto scurries away into the bushes and Zora runs off. Dude, once we got to the point where like they're like face to face with the family, uh-huh. I was like so excited just because like even with everything with the trailer, it's like, that's like the thing like yet to have been revealed basically is like, what's yeah. even going to happen? Like yeah. once like, like what is the, I like, I know that it's doppelgangers, be? but what does that mean for mm-hmm. these characters? And just like, like, I just feel like it was so, so much, it's like good, like the way it all built up. Cause it's yeah. just like, even with the promotional material and we know it gets crazier. Cause like, you know, cutting to people who are like bloody and yeah. Like, yeah. you're like, okay, it's going to get, go somewhere. But like, What's the thing? Kind of yeah. like with like Get Out, like by the time we're in, he's like tied up or whatever. Uh-huh. And like watching the video, you're just like so eager to see. Yeah. Like, what are, what like is, what's the we, thing? Yeah. Yeah. Like just have enough of it explained. Yeah. I do have to say like, yeah. this movie is kind of like a dream role in a lot of ways. Oh mm-hmm. God, yeah. Because like, Everybody wants to be the main character. Like Mm -hmm. that's, but the main character is frequently not the most exciting character. It's the Uh villain. Yeah. They got to be both. So in this one, yeah. They got to be fucking both. Yeah, totally. And I'm like, that's like a dream. Yeah. Like you get to be like terrified and like you get to explore that emotion and whatever and like the anger and whatever. You also get to be completely unhinged. Yeah. I'm like, and Red is pretty unhinged. She sure is. She angry. I mean, she's seeing red. Wouldn't you be? Of course, I would be. Um. Yeah. Okay. So the family all separates off. Yeah. Uh. Lupita and the uh red. Uh huh. Specifically, I realize I can't just say the actor's name anymore because they play multiple characters. Uh huh. Uh, gives a whole monologue about like why she's kind of there because she hates. Adelaide in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and then sets all of the doppelgangers on their corresponding family member. Mm-hmm. Oh, Gabe's hurt his uh, leg at this point. Yeah, because um, there was a point when they were trying to get in the house. <laughs> there was- and he had a baseball bat and um, he, got his, bonked. he got bonked on the leg. On the leg. Yeah, there's a moment. I think I'm pretty sure. Who comes to the door, the front door? Like which tethered? I- 
I think it's his. It's um, Abraham. 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 Okay, yeah. because uh, that's why he can't hold it shut. That makes sense. That totally makes sense. But it just looked like um, Red's hand grabbing the hide key. Uh, well, that might have been. It might have been both of them coming through. Could have been. Yeah. Uh, but it was just like the conversation that happens when. Adelaide remembers that there's a hide a key. Uh-huh. Uh, and she's just like, fuck, there's a key. And uh-huh. Gabe is like, what key? And she's like, the hide a key. And he's like, what kind of white bullshit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, then, that's like, where we are now. <laughs> another good, like, tension breaking thing was like when they're on the couch mm-hmm. and like Gabe is just basically like offering them like money, money, anything he can, like the, his boat. And then like Zora's <laughs> just like, no Nobody one wants your boat. boat Nobody wants the boat. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's just like this thing, even in like a fearful situation, she's, like, she's, she's just, just sobbing, like, but she's like, nobody wants the boat. <laughs> yeah. Like be real. <laughs> yeah. Like you can tell this is some weird shit. Like this is not just like a home invasion. This is, this goes beyond and home also invasion. the boat sucks. Yeah. yeah. Like, that. like it's not going to save us. Well, oh, but it does but it save does. them. Yeah. But I sure, I sure um, do. So yeah, they each go off with their respective doppelganger. Gangers, yeah. Um, there's Gabe and Abraham, and they end up on the boat. They end up on the boat. Um, and that's a whole... He, because, you know, uh, Abraham knocks Gabe out. Yeah. Um, and then he wakes up, like, in a plastic bag. Yeah. On the boat. On the boat. Um, and in then the that's middle a of whole the... fight. They both go overboard. They sure do. Uh-huh. But then the boat pulls left. Uh-huh. So it circles back around. Yep. That was a good, like, payoff moment where, like, they set up some innocuous detail. Yeah. You know? Yeah. To yeah. foreshadow. Or not not exactly foreshadow, but just, yeah, payoff. But just to, like, yeah, like, have something be motivated. Um, And then Zora and her doppelganger is Umbria. Yeah. I don't uh, know if they say it in the movie. I think they, they do because uh, when... The only one that I'm not sure if they say is Red, um, but when Red is telling the story, she talks about what, like, the husband's name and what she named each of the kids. Okay. Mm. Um, and Zora that, and Umbria's just, like, angle run. is running. Yeah, that's, and that's uh, been, Zora's a track. Yeah, that's been set up lady. already as, like, whether or not she's going to continue doing track. Yeah. And it sounds like she doesn't like it that much or well, something. Well, but it's, she's got to... I feel like after, if... I feel like if I went through an experience like this, I'd be like, I'm going to do all of the track. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, it literally saved my life that one time, so... Oh God. Maybe. Ugh. Or maybe you're, like, triggered every time you run. Maybe. So you don't want to do it anymore. Maybe. I feel like I don't want to think about the implications of the movie after the movie after ends. Cut? Like, the world after the movie ends. Oh, yeah. No, that, it doesn't mm-hmm. seem good. <laughs> It um, does not seem good. Uh, so she's yeah, like running and off then yeah, she in an runs area. Off and, she uh, runs like, she goes to this main street and starts like really booking it out yeah, of there. And they end up around some duder's car and Umbria's on top of it. And uh, the duder comes out. Yeah. And he's like, get the fuck off my car, basically. And she does, like, does him a kill. And she does do him a kill. Zora takes that as an opportunity to run to off. To run off. Got a blast. And we see that, yeah, him dying in the distance. Yeah. That was an int- like the way that scene was shot was really interesting. Yeah. Well, um, it kept us with her, which I thought was cool, but yeah. also just showed like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And, also and she to- had to hear that. Yeah. And to that mm-hmm. point, we hadn't seen 
any of them explicitly kill anyone. We didn't, which like to me, it was just like like crossing a particular threshold. How far is it? Are they going to take it? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah, I feel like that was the, that's the moment where it's like an indicator where it's like, Oh, okay. Well, everything's on the table. This is, this really is life or death here. Okay. Here we go. Um, And then we got Jason and Pluto. They go into the closet. Yeah. Um, Seven minutes in heaven. Adelaide, like, says to Jason, like, show him one of your tricks. Yeah. Um, Which basically, like, they go in the closet. He, like, gets uh, Pluto to lift up his mask to reveal a bunch of burns. Yeah. Pluto likes fire, we've realized. It's like mirroring. Mm Mm-hmm. They both like fire, don't they? Yeah, Pluto oh, yeah, seems to like it a little bit more, though, in a, yeah. in a very different way. Maybe. Yeah, he, he just wants to watch the world burn. Yep. Um. And then, um, then Jason locks him in that closet. Yeah, that was um, another which is another thing that was set, set up early on, off. where Jason gets Jason gets locked, locked in, that in the closet, closet earlier in the movie by Zora. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I found out. So at this point, Zora's wearing a sweater. Like a, it's like a cutoff. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, the Vietnamese. Yeah, weather. with that, it's the Vietnamese word for rabbit. Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's also wearing a rabbit shirt earlier in the movie. That's I, interesting. Apparently, I don't remember that. But run, rabbit, run, run, rabbit. <laughs> Jordan Peele just don't like rabbits. Damn, Jordan. What a rabbit ever do to you? <laughs> it's like they're just creepy. <laughs> they are creepy. Um. And then we got Red and Adelaide, and Adelaide has to handcuff herself to the coffee table, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, is so heavy, apparently, that she can't move enough to grab a weapon while Red's out of the room. Um, yeah, she's got to like, use. She's got to use her foot to. How much it. of that was that, and how much of that is like making noise in a situation where she's not Mm -hmm. trying to draw attention to herself? Mm -hmm. That could be. I didn't think about that. I also went with the, it must be so heavy. Yeah. Because, like, at that point, I'm just like, oh, shit, if that's, like, this fucking coffee table, I feel like I could just, like, pick that's, this up and, uh, like, for a w- little while. For a little bit. Um, <laughs> but rich people stuff is heavier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> true. That's true. That's true. That's that's. It's made out of, like, real materials. That's science right there. <laughs> no, totally. It's yeah. like they would have a more expensive coffee table. It would probably be, like... Realist. It's got like the pretty glass that Red pushes Adelaide's face into. Oh my god. She's pushing hard enough that it cracks the glass. Which like fuck. <laughs> Which is too hard. Ouch. But then again like the Ow. constant shooting into mirrors yeah. motif mm-hmm. duality and they're both in the mirror. Uh-huh. So yeah. 11-11. Yeah. Right there. Bing bang Because it's two and two. Which that's cool. Like I wonder how they did that like um, practically speaking. Mm. Like yeah. To shoot it, you know? Yeah. wonder if there's, like, a visual effect there. I mean, I feel like there needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> it's both her. Um, yeah. <laughs> but Adelaide ends up getting a... Like a fire poker. A fire poker thing. Mm-hmm. And then she uses that to, like, break herself off the coffee table. Yeah. Um, resourceful as fuck. Yeah. Um, but a fire poker, one example of uh, an upper class... Uh, object as a weapon, upper middle class kind of thing. Yeah. Not everyone's got fireplace tools yeah. and fireplaces in general. Yeah. The boat has been another already. The boat. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because uh, Abraham has gotten got. He got got. And then eventually the like, they all 
meet back up. Like around the boat. Around the boat. Like yeah. he calls out for them. And by this time they've gotten away from their doppelgangers and yep. like um Dude, go off. Fucking Pluto, like that little boy mm-hmm. crushed it. Mm-hmm. Like that, cr- I don't know how much of that crawl was him and how much was like, mm-hmm. v- like visually altered, but like it was, uh, or and like the noises, I don't know how much of that was him and how much of that was like added later. Yeah. That performance was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Uh, I feel like anything like low to the ground and like that quick, I'm like, ew, 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 ew. <laughs> Yeah. Keep it away. <laughs> Get it away from me. Yeah. Because uh, it definitely makes it seem like not human. Yeah. It seemed, yeah, it made it seem so much less human. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like is another sort of sim- symbolism thing is like they're going for is just like anyone who's like below ground is just like almost not even human. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? But it's just like, Yeah. Yeah people's perception of them so they get in the boat and they go over to the tyler's place right Mm -hmm. dude did you guys think i'm curious so like my reading of like the tyler thing Mm -hmm. when like um kitty is just being like there's somebody out there i was like oh it's like the wilson family yeah yeah you know yeah not knowing because like you're talking about like thresholds they're crossing wait 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 who's the wilsons the adelaide Adelaide? oh no that's not what i was thinking oh the tyler's yeah. I, was, I was saying Tyler's in the sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I thought what you were saying was like when it's the Tyler family and they're like, there's somebody outside. You were thinking that it was the Wilson family. Yeah, because we had just gone from like the boat and I was like, well, they'll probably go there since it's nearby friends, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I thought it was going to be red and... Oh, no, that's not... I thought it was going to be the doppelgangers of the Tyler family. I, I didn't see, know that, that that's where we were going yet. See, I didn't... Yeah, the, exactly. And I was like, I didn't know me, that everybody had double. To me, that was yeah, a no, big. Yeah, no, that's where I. That's where my mind went. To me, that was like a big threshold, like that they crossed there. Yeah. Where I was like, to me, it was like a reveal. I guess yeah. you figured it out, but like, I was like, oh shit. Like, I mean, yeah. it was a reveal for sure. Still, that it like expanded out this far, but that was my thought because it like seemed to pretty well mirror like there's a family in our driveway. There's somebody outside. I'm like, okay, well, it's like this is gonna keep on well, going. Well, that's what yeah. I thought. I guess like. So that is like because that's the initial thought. My, I was almost trying to be like too smart about it. Mm-hmm. Like I was trying to like think ahead of it. Where like, mm-hmm. oh, this is so similar to what just happened. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a mistake. It's gonna be different. Yeah. It's gonna be. Oh, it's a fake out. It's well, it, it was just, a fake out because they weren't outside. Yeah. Oh, they Not were anymore. already inside. They were already inside. The Dude. killer's already inside the house. And just like how hilarious. Like I was almost like comically funny how quick they went down in comparison. Oh my god. And just like goes to show sort of like to me it just like spoke of this thing where it's like here's this white family who's like uh, almost like stupidly secure in mm-hmm. their safety, mm-hmm. where they just like assume nothing ever bad's gonna is yeah. gonna happen to them because like and probably they're rich and fine like especially and, the kids, but maybe even like the parents like haven't really had to struggle or fight for much. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they are not versed in the tools of like surviving for your life yeah. Yeah. tools of survival yeah and so like just the way like oh my, it was like they, seconds they, they went down, go like, down very the entire quickly fa- like and they like barely cut to the girls but then they're like stabbed in the neck and you're like fuck yeah well that's like, what happens first is the, the upstairs daughter gets stabbed and then stabbed. they come from around the corners and get stabbed downstairs uh-huh and then Kitty- the, to the song good vibrations 
Was it? Yeah. Oh, whoa. sure was. By the Beach Boys. Oh, by the Beach Boys. By the Beach Boys. Okay. I was thinking the Marky Mark song. No, no. I'm like, it was not that song. I would have clocked that for sure. <laughs> no, the Beach um, Boys. Okay, by the Beach Boys. Mm, mm, mm. And then uh, Kitty is still alive for a minute. She is crawling on the ground. She asks Ophelia, which is their version of like Alexa, Alexa to um, call the police. Call the police. And Ophelia just plays Fuck the Police by NWA. Which is hilarious because the police are fucking useless in this movie. Oh, yeah, the whole, like, 14 minutes away thing at the other house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Adelaide does call the police. Very quickly, she's like, nope. Oh, before, like, anyone else is concerned. She's like... Before Gabe even goes out to confront the family the first time. She's like, you should call the police. And she's like, I already did that. That's, like, another, like, break in the tension, for sure. It's like, you told me not to, and I've already done it. Yeah. Go fuck me. Yeah, and, like, she has to ask for, like, Zora's phone, and she's like, Zora, give me your phone, and she's like, I'm not even on it. She's like, give your fucking phone. Yeah. It also seemed like a male, female kind of commentary thing. Yeah. Like yeah. patriarchy thing where it's just like she already by the time he comes around to the same idea that he uh-huh. now thinks is his idea. Uh-huh. She's, she's done like, it. she's already, I've already been there. done it. Yeah, totally. She's but he's like not bored initially. You yeah. Know, I just, like the way that uh that scene was shot too, which it, he uh, Jordan Peele talks about in the anatomy of a scene where uh there's like a lot of cutting in mm-hmm. like the earlier stuff, but like once the family shows up in the driveway. It's like a lot of dolly shots and like continu- continuous shots mm-hmm. um, to make it feel like it's all happening in real time. Mm-hmm. And I just really liked that. Yeah. I loved how tense all that was, like, yeah. the way they built it up and like the kids coming around the house and you're like, fuck every... It's like... And then um, who yeah. was it that like went and grabbed something? Was it Zora? Zora. Uh-huh. And it's like, no, uh, don't go. Like, Zora... Because uh, they they're talking about like the back door. Yeah, once they like send oh, she's like, everybody... Oh, my she's, like, open. she's like, is yeah. the back, are the back door locked? She's like, yeah, my window's open. So she goes running, but like that's terrifying because it's like, no, don't br- like, break yeah. apart. Yeah, Stay and together. when she goes to close her window, she sees herself like scurrying. Is it herself? Yeah. She sees, yeah. She sees like I half imagine, a body scurrying up yeah. a tree. I yeah. wasn't sure which kid it was, but I would imagine that it's supposed to be I her. I think it's her. Um... Yeah, okay. So then so we're on the Tyler family. Mm-hmm. They go down real quick. So quick. Um, I just wrote a note about how evil Kitty was kind of amazing. Oh my god. Kind of like my maybe my favorite character of the whole movie. She was she, nuts. She was hilarious. So incredible. So I, this is another example of like a dream role like e- ev- kind of like at every turn like Elizabeth Moss gets to play this like shitty upper class like uh, woman. It's just yeah. like over the top and hilarious, and, and just then like the satirical. sociopathic version of herself. Yeah, which gets to have all these like subtle, like weird micro expressions, and just like, yeah, what the fuck is she doing? Like she's like tearing yeah. into herself. It was like the scissors. With the yeah, scissors. she's well, which is like, um, I mean, like real kitty was cutting into her flesh previously. Yeah. So they're like inhabiting the lives of the uh-huh. people that they're taking over. I like I, it like they show Evil Kitty has like whatever I don't remember what her name was. I don't either. I can um but she has like a scar on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. From like cutting into herself. I read somebody saying something about like everybody taking like a kind of some moniker of the person that they're taking over. Yeah. So like uh the Tim, who's wait, who's that supposed to be? Josh. Josh? Yeah. He so he takes like his robe. Yeah, he does. Um, but just like that, there are other things with other characters. Uh-huh. I, I don't know what all of them are. Yeah. But like 
everyone's taking like some kind of a moniker or something. I don't mm-hmm, know. Mm-hmm. Um, Kitty's doppelganger's name is Dahlia. Dahlia. Yeah. Oh yeah. And okay. Josh's is Tex. Great. Hmm. And then yeah, it read something about Dahlia. The twins are Becca and Lindsay Tyler and Lo L O uh-huh. and Nix and I X. Wait, it's not Lo. It's I O. I O. Okay. Um, which is something I kind of wanted to look into because Io and Pluto and Umbria are all like spatial things. Mm-hmm. Pluto is a planet. Io is a moon, one of Jupiter's moons. Yeah. And then Umbria, I'm trying to remember if that's that's something. It's either like a moon or it's like a phenomenon or something like it that. It sounds spacey. It is. I know it is. Because I uh, did a poetry challenge one time that was all space terminology Makes and sense. that was one of the words. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh Okay, so then the what's the name of Wilsons? the main family? Wilsons. Um they get to their house. Yeah, and Tex answers the door. Comes stumbling out <laughs> grunting. And Adelaide doesn't re- they don't really realize for like a split second that it's not Josh. Yeah. Um And then they see the jumpsuit. Yeah. And that's a really kind of a giveaway. <laughs> kind of a dead giveaway. There's like some stuff um, like deeper dive about like the jumpsuits. Mm-hmm. Um, about like... The red jumpsuit apparatus? No. 100% not. <laughs> no. Nobody gives a shit about that band. <laughs> it was uh, just a red jumpsuit, so I thought I'd throw it in. No, just about... Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> they're in red jumpsuits. Sorry, go ahead socioeconomic kind of uh, class yeah. um, divisions mm. <laughs> like that whole facet <coughs> um, of like the theme of the lower class like rising up and taking over mm-hmm. the upper class the lower class wearing the jumpsuits mm-hmm. they're imprisoned mm-hmm. in this underground area um, there's just there's just some shit about that also, yeah. like a lot of lower class jobs, like there's like a jumpsuit or something mm-hmm. you wear, mm-hmm. like blue, blue collar kind of jobs. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, uh, they have to now fight the fucking Tyler's. Yeah, I thought it was like the way that he set up like these big set pieces was like really smart. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it was. I don't know. It's like it kind of made them still feel like. Even though uh, us was like more expansive than Get Out, mm-hmm. it, yeah. it really just feels like the next level up. It's not that crazy, yeah, because yeah. it's all happening in real time, like mm-hmm. kind of, mm-hmm. except for the flashbacks. Mm-hmm. And then you have these big set pieces that like take up a lot of time. Like yeah. they have to face themselves, mm-hmm. then they have to face like the mm-hmm. Tylers, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. And like it's all like one by one, one on one, a lot of times, yeah. Like, yeah, things, yeah. Although the Tyler thing, it's like a whole new dynamic because like now they're like okay, we know what we're facing. Yeah. Let's get into this again. And even like the kids like just getting into it and like... Yeah. Yeah, Zora Zora grabs like a golf club. Yeah, another example of an upper... And yeah, and he grabs like the fucking... It's like a geode. Yeah, it's a geode. Um, There's... This plays into some theory stuff we're going to talk about pretty soon. Mm. Um, And they both end up using them to kill... Various mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Um, uh, what's her name? Zora. 
thinks that she kills both of the twins. Uh-huh. She pushes one over the banister into the coffee table in the living room. Mm-hmm. And the other one, she bashes her fucking brains out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which we never see. No, we just all, the camera's on Zora the it's whole on time. Zora. But I love that. And I, yeah, no, I yeah. respected that. I feel like you see a change in this person when that mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also thought like it showed a lot of restraint to again kind of talk going back to the whole thing about like these not being horror comedies mm-hmm. like these yeah. are like horror movies that have some comedy yeah like there were definitely quite a few moments that I thought you could add a line any line to like break the tension like after she like killed like the twin like uh-huh. they hold on like her mm-hmm. and like show like Jason coming up and like she could have said something to him just mm-hmm. like just like anything would have like made the audience laugh, you know, yeah. like just to break, break the, tension. the tension, but they don't, ten- but they don't like yeah. they just hold in it and she just killed someone and, and then yeah. like, move on. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> like, yep. And I was like impressed by the restraint. Cause I was like, yeah. I see moments where you could have like an easy laugh and the audience would laugh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But like, they just didn't take it. And I'm yeah. like, damn, good on you, Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. Then they um, move to a she goes the master in bedroom. to kill Dahlia, who has Dahlia. Adelaide chained up. She got her handcuffed. Um, to the she's bed. To the bed. She's handcuffed again. Um, and so Zora comes in to kill Dahlia, but then ends up just getting in a little kerfuffle. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, she's got her like pinned to the bed. Dahlia has Zora pinned. Doll- yeah, there's a lot of she's sorry. Um <laughs> Dahlia has Zora pinned to the bed. And our boy Jason comes in and bashes her in the head. With a geode. With a geode. That was a tense scene. That was tense. Dude with like Adelaide like trying to reach and like Mm -hmm. literally flipping over the bed to Mm -hmm. try to like. Yeah, she's like like standing at any any way possible. yeah. Yeah. It felt real in that way where it's just like it wouldn't look good or natural to do. Mm -hmm. Just whatever you have to do to like reach over, you know. And like, yeah, this, your child being threatened and. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and then um, a little bit later, Adelaide ends up killing the other twin who we thought was dead, but yeah. it's not. They watched not news dead. for a little while. They did watch the news for a little while and they saw that. Um, this is happening. All over the place. All over the gaff. Um, all over the what? Gaff. Place. Gaff. Yeah. What's that? Another. Way to say all over the place. I've never heard it before. I say it all the time. I've oh, what is gaff never mean? heard it. Place? Yeah, just kind of, yeah. It's like it's like a nonsense word, just like all, right. all over. I just say never heard it. We're learning. We're learning. Um, uh, yeah, so it's happening all over. They're going to leave in the uh, Tyler's car. That's a very exciting notion for a couple of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Adelaide. Oh, but like nobody grabbed the keys, so Adelaide Adelaide has has to go go back back in. in. And the twin has gotten up from the coffee table. Yeah, I like that moment because like they kind of show that, and that's like enough for the audience to deduce what's going on. And so like they just kind of cut back to Adelaide basically being like, "Fuck, yeah," like, like kind of like really, yeah. Um, um, and then she gets attacked. But that twin scissors had fallen out of her pocket. Yeah. And uh, so she stabs her up. She hits her with a frying pan, right? She does hit her with a frying frying pan. pan And then gets her with the sizzies. Um, And Um, and that's when she starts making some noises. Yeah, some real guttural 
Uh, and Jason hears them. <laughs> yeah, Jason has come back into the house at this point. Mm-hmm. Um. So they get the keys. They're going to leave. Zora's in the front seat. Zora's in the, in the driver's seat. Really the kill count conversation. The kill count that conversation, conversation is hilarious. Is incredible. Zora's making some good points of just like, you're handcuffed. Dad's leg is hurt. I'm driving. Yeah. And then she's like, I have the highest kill count. Uh, she's like, I kill. Oops. She's like, I kill both the twins. And, and Adelaide's like, wrong. I just killed the other twins. <laughs> wrong. I just killed one of the twins. Yeah. And uh, like, your brother killed one. You kill one. Gabe is just like, I killed mine and Tim's. So, uh-huh. so I'm at technically, two. I'm at two. Yeah. Like, it's this competition now, <laughs> yeah. which is, it's just like, a, it's like, like a very a, meta. It's dark, but moment. hilarious. Yeah. And yeah. just like in this scene where it's just like the, there's very high stakes right now. We shouldn't yeah. be having this conversation. Yeah. yeah, we gotta just go. We gotta it's a, go. It's also a good like setup payoff thing because like the parents give her that like speech about like whatever you can set your mind to. She's like, well, what if I set my mind to like the fact that I want to drive this weekend uh-huh, or whatever? That's what I set my mind to. <laughs> and, and she did do it. She did she, do it. Yeah. Um, she yeah, she ends her up, doppelganger. Yeah, her doppelganger shows back up and she ends up they in a, they in a they're like back up car. and she's just like revving and no, just like she's, she's like, like buckle up yeah like, no she's like put your seatbelts on motherfuckers <laughs> which honestly like why should she back up like you know that this girl's gonna it's come charging at her yeah yeah so just, like honestly it's you should charge at her yeah probably yeah um, also, I you're in like, a car i feel like for being however old she's supposed to be like 13 she's 14, an incredible 15, driver uh yeah she kind of crushed it because she like goes charging at her uh, she's like all up on the car. Yeah. Uh, and then she just like breaks at the perfect time to launch her, launch her off. into some trees. I will say like, I feel like that's realistic to a young person now where like they've seen so much horror content and just yeah. general content. That yeah. That's a moment in many movies where like somebody gets on the thing and then you like speed launch up and then like, yeah. yeah, stop very suddenly. Yeah. And I'm like, I would think to do that. Yeah. yeah. Like this kid knows. You yeah. Know? yeah. Well, I don't know. But like for somebody who has no experience driving, well, they sure. executed it very well. well yeah. yeah. Sure. Totally. And it's like in such a tense moment where like, it, yeah, you're sure. probably not operating at a hundred percent. Yeah. And then there was a, the moment with Adelaide and what is it? Umbria. Is that her name? Yeah. She gets out of the car and she has like a moment with her, which is, strange a very strange but it like it also helps lead into the idea that like she was the original tethered Mm -hmm. she feels this connection to this tethered daughter Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah exactly Uh, yeah because like from the perspective of the family and the audience at that point it's just like wait why like why get out of the car at all yeah yeah she's either dead or close to it or just like she's at least weakened enough so we can drive away yeah Yeah. which is good news for us Yeah, yeah don't Test our... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so where do we go next? Where do we go next? Well, it's like it basically becomes like morning, right? I was going to say... And so like then they're going down the streets and they're seeing like kind of the, the damage. Carnage. Oh, yeah. From like everything and just like how there's like dead bodies and yeah. like... Honestly, like no other survivors other than them so far. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem like it. Yeah. Um, uh, which I thought was an interesting. Oh, and like touch. one thing that they had seen on the news is about how hands all across America. Uh, yeah, ha- hands across America, which is something that's already been like alluded to 
uh, previously, yeah. like in the 1986 stuff, Adelaide is wearing a Hands Across America shirt. Yeah, there's the advertisement that we get right in the beginning. Yep. Um, so basically in the news, we see that like these, uh, people in these jumpsuits are coming together, holding hands. Although they didn't explicitly point that out that it's hands across America. They just say it's like, it looks like some sort of protest or something like that. Totally. And like, what is the meaning behind all this? Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a cool scene where that was another one that kind of gave me like M night vibes or instead of watching the TV, it was just a pan across or like like the family's faces as they're watching the TV. Mm -hmm. And it isn't till like we get to a whole new TV segment that like they cut to the TV for like a portion of it. Yeah. But I feel, I liked that because it was sort of just like, it's more important how the family's feeling about this and like their reaction and totally. And we're still hearing all the same information. There's nothing to like see. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So then they get to the beach. Close to the beach and then and like they the car find their car on fire. Yeah. And Jason's like, oh, that one's mine. Yeah. Because that boy likes fire. Yeah. Um. So they end up, uh, Adelaide gets out of the car, but then Jason gets out of the car too. Yeah. Adelaide again has a moment with Pluto mm-hmm. where he, she's like trying to make this connection to him because she was one of the tethered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which it's another really strange moment with w- before you know the plot twist mm-hmm. um, of her trying to make this connection with this yeah uh, like uh, boy yeah <laughs> being yeah yeah uh, and then uh, Jason realizes that it's a trap mm-hmm. it's a trap yeah there's like a stream of uh, presumably like he can't, gas like, Pluto or came out from like underneath the car it seemed like. Huh. It seemed I don't know. It's for whatever reason I don't I, remember I don't remember that. I don't remember where he came from, but it seemed like he came from underneath I thought they our just car. saw him in front of the burning car as they drove up. Like they just saw that scene in the distance. I feel like I just remember seeing the scene and then he was there suddenly. Like I don't I don't remember how he got there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't remember necessarily. Um I don't know, but it was like in my head, if he came from an, under the car, it's the implication of I, either he pulled a fuel line or he is making this trail. Right. Yeah. It's a trap of they some sort. They somehow sorts. did it. Um, and then Jason gets out and he walks. Jason and Pluto seem much more in unison than any of the other tethered. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder why that is. Mm. More, <laughs> we more got theories some theories about that. Yeah, no, I've got some because, like, one of my biggest complaints is that, wh- like, why sometimes they are mirror image of e- mirror images of each other, and why sometimes they are uh, they can act independently of each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that was one of my biggest complaints. So, if we've got some things to go over, we got little bits of theories. I would love that. Anyway, he uh, back, he backs the boy up into a fiber. Into the fire, but then that him Jason backing up gets him trapped by uh, Red. Red who takes him to her lair. Evil lair. To her evil lair. Um so then that prompts Adelaide to go back through what is now Merlin's something, mirror maze whatever. Yeah. Forest. Yeah. Um, I like that when the owl pops out at that point, she just hits it. She's yeah. like, fuck you. Fuck this thing. Because yeah. she's going back in, I mean, like from the audience's perspective, going back into this thing that 
haunted her as a childhood trauma. Yeah. But then, like, you know, whatever, just reading it as what it is or whatever. She doesn't yeah. have quite the attachment. But I feel like for the audience, it's sort of like a payoff. Yeah. Because, like, for the real Adelaide, it, like, scared her as a kid. You yeah. Know? Yeah, it, it's interesting to, like, think about, like, the way um, this Adelaide responds to the owl because she didn't experience the jump scare from it the first time. But I think she, like, you could so just justify is... that she's just... Yeah. Edgy. yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. like it's just interesting because like the first read of that is just like she knows it's there. She is like, "Fuck you, get out of my face." Yeah, where it's like knowing what you know now, she it was just that's her startled reaction is yep. to kill. Yeah. yeah, totally. Ah, so she goes through the mirror maze, um, through the exit, which leads to some tunnels, some tunnels, some stairs downward, some escalators, an escalator downward. And then a whole underground world. Yep. Um, system. And this is like the climax. Kind of. Like where we're getting, uh, you know, she's trying to find Jason. She's facing off with her doppelganger. And simultaneously, we're getting the, f- the backstory of... Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, all at this least is going she's on. monologuing hard. Yeah. Red what is, they're going to reveal. Yeah. Exactly. Red is monologuing while also... Uh, making some crafts. Yeah, which I wasn't a huge fan of that particular monologue, I think. No? No, it just, I don't know. It just didn't do it. Like, that reveal for me of, like, her just telling Adelaide exactly what these tunnels are for just didn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. I just, I wish there would have been, like... It was more for us. Yeah. It was more for us. us. Uh-huh. Um, so at this point, Adelaide's pretty fucked up and bloody. That was a whole thing about how her shirt progressively gets redder. Because yeah, she's in like a white shirt with like a white cardigan on. Uh-huh. And it gets fucked up by the end. And it gets very red by the end. Which it's so annoying too, because like I in that situation, I would want that cardigan off like immediately. But mm-hmm. because she's handcuffed, like she can't. She can't. She can't take it off. So, I mean, you oh, could yeah. rip it. You could rip it, but like, it's a whole thing. That's a whole Just going thing. Going the trouble of that. Probably haven't. Lena, Lena, don't eat that plant. Watch her just jump head first into the window. Yeah, <laughs> thunk. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, She's an idiot. And then they have like this really cool like dance fight. Yeah, this is going on while the oh, like, because Adelaide was a dancer. Because we didn't. Red was a dancer. Adelaide danced before. What do you before it, what? Before they switched, because in the therapy session she talks about can, she uh, just encouraging in, her to continue to dance. I don't think she says continue to dance. She says encourage her to draw, to write, to dance. Hmm. So I think she's just listing things, and I think the dancing comes later. Interesting. Okay. Um, I could be wrong about this, but no, that was the impression that, that I got was that the dancing can't. And if she did dance before, then Red is the dancer. What? Because Red is the original Adelaide. Yeah. So if she danced before they switched, yeah. it's because Red is a dancer. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what I said. Anyway, I'm, con- I'm confused. We'll That's get, okay. That's okay. We'll we'll tackle all we'll f- this. I'll figure it out. Um, yeah, there's like a dance fight kind of thing with the and cutting to the dances also mm-hmm. to like yeah, it's really because like that was I don't know about you guys, but I was getting very like 
happy emotional during that scene because I was thinking about all of the like final battles that we've seen with like white dudes in history. Yeah. And then there's like this scene and it just feels like progress. It just feels good. (laughs) You know what I mean? It just feels like growth. It just like I was just kind of like, fuck yeah. Like it's about time. This scene was fucking incredible. Yeah. Like, like the choreography of it was. Yeah. And like the way each like version of Adelaide moved mm-hmm. was like so interesting, especially like the way Red moved mm-hmm. throughout the entire movie. Yeah. But she's got like this weightlessness to her. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. like fucking insane. Yeah. Um, that I'm just like, how'd she do that? Yeah. So we basically get through that whole fight scene and. Mm-hmm. Adelaide kills Red with the handcuffs. She snaps that fucker's neck. Oh, that's interesting. So going on the whole thing about like using upper middle class tools to kill. But then Adelaide, who is the original Red, Mm -hmm. kills with a pair of handcuffs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the fire poker, to be fair. And the fire poker, but she really kills her with the handcuffs. Damn. damn, which is damn. Damn. Um, and then she finds Jason in like a locker. Who yeah. has witnessed the whole thing? Yeah, Who and has- Adelaide made a bunch of a bunch more guttural soundings. She sure did. Which don't sound like they come from the surface world. Mm-hmm. And um, she, yeah, Jason's in a locker and he's like, uh Yeah. So they bust the fuck out of there. Yeah. They all meet back up in an ambulance. And I mean, that before that, like, it's revealed through flashback, like, the twist of it, basically. Right, that, which is like, that dirt, like, that time in 1986 mm-hmm. when... Uh, she sees her doppelganger. The doppelganger chokes her, drags her down... To the tunnels. To the tunnels, chains her up, takes her place, goes back up. Yeah. And... Takes over her life. Yeah, I'm thinking about the dancing thing now. Um, I think you're right about she didn't dance until after the the trauma or like the event mm-hmm. because um there's like the like the recital sequence and Red makes a comment about like you know it's funny like if you never started dancing we never would have gotten here like it was like the big the dance that made all of the people in the tunnels realize that mm-hmm. Red. Mm-hmm is special mm-hmm. in some sort of way. And, like, that was the the catalyst to, like, her starting this uprising of the tunnel people. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think that Red is the dancer. The original Red. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then, now so, wait. The theory... Wait, the original th- Red? Yes. The original oh, I Red. I disagree, then. You think it's the other way around? I Original think... Adelaide is the dancer? Yeah. Okay. I think that's what's the r- miraculous thing. Because her continuing to be, you know, tethered by an above ground person mm-hmm. is not miraculous. That's what's happening to everybody. Mm-hmm. So, like, what would be miraculous is if she could act independently. Mm-hmm. So, while the above ground person may be started to enroll in dance, mm-hmm. the one who actually has a talent for dancing mm. is the original Adelaide. She has rhythm. She can move. At the end fight, right. she's the one who actually is graceful right? and can like dodge things. And that things. supports the whole snapping at a time thing. Yeah. Which is like, it's on the one and the three versus like 
Mm-hmm. The way, like traditionally, like two and four, two and four is like the sort of like yeah, how when black they're, people like, feel like rhythm, you know, like thinking about like black church or something like that. Sure, it's like yeah, two four hits usually, um, and white people it's traditionally thought of as one and three. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Well, because like we're like one, you know, like one and two, two and three and four. You know what I mean? Versus just like. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> okay. Like, um, but yeah, like that's a whole thing. Like earlier on in the movie, when they're listening to "I Got Five on It," and she's teaching Adelaide is mm-hmm. trying to get Jason, Jason to catch the rhythm of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're both like on the one and the three. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I uh, I I, can I feel see, like that I see what you're saying makes sense. Um, there's also the whole thing about how like she stopped dancing when she was 14, um, and I think we already kind of talked about this, but kind of that that was probably the time that Red was starting this uprising, mm-hmm. like starting to plan it at least. Uh-huh, and... So she stops dancing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and without Red's actual rhythmic powers in dancing mm-hmm. like the Adelaide's it's not so hard able to talk to. about it because it's like the real Adelaide versus the real red versus yeah. the fake red but like for movie purposes like, like yeah once red stops who dancing we know as red and Adelaide throughout <laughs> the majority of the movie yeah, yeah. like once red um, stops dancing like she can't dance she so that's why can't. she stopped dancing at 14 mm. she was forced to stop dancing at 14 damn yeah um I think that might have been what I was trying to get at, but I'm not. It's no, that all makes sense. This all holds um, up. Just that it was like the underground red yeah. who was the actual dancer, and that's why she above ground Adelaide stops dancing. Right. Yeah. Damn. Um. Okay. So then the whole family meets back up in an ambulance, mm-hmm. and they drive off. Adelaide's driving. Jason's in the passenger seat with a rabbit. With a rabbit. Mm-hmm. Uh. He looks to Adelaide. She gives a somewhat menacing smile. They yeah. both give knowing looks, and people have read them very different ways, depending yeah. on what theories you're going with. And then he puts his mask on. Yeah. The end. The, the end. Fucking And then end. we pan across, like, mountains, and we see, like, oh, shit, like, so many of these people, <laughs> oh, underground yeah, people, yeah, yeah. have tethered. done the... The tethered hands, have done the... Hands, hands across, across America. America. But All it's of just America. like, holy shit. Yeah. This is frightening. <laughs> They're rising up, dog. Which, like, to me is just like, oh, what happens after the movie closes? Yeah. Because yeah, you're yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. fuck. It's not like, this was, you just realized, like, this was one story of, like. Yeah. Yeah. And this was just the beginning, potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I got a couple little uh, fun facts. Just two little quick things. Okay. Uh, this movie, as well as Get Out, have a scene where somebody is eating dry Fruit Loops. Yeah, because when they're at the Tyler's house, Jason is eating dry Fruit Loops. Yeah, um, that's just a just a silly maybe Jordan Peele just like I mean, dry I feel Fruit like Loops. Just because it was such a fan favorite yeah, from Get Out, I think he was that, just I like, think oh. that is in us. It's just an homage to Get Out. Yeah. Um, okay. And then one other dude, thing, how baller that's awesome. must it feel to be able to make an homage to your own movie. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like most, like, most directors do. Yeah, but I just, I feel like that's such, like, a dope feeling. (laughs) It's also, like, a chill... I mean, it's dope if it means anything to anybody, but I feel like most directors do that. Yeah. I feel like it's a chill one, too. Like, he could have done it a lot more and, like, maybe overdone it. Yeah. It's just, like, a nice 
little thing. Just a little thing. Um, and then one other thing is that Ophelia is Greek for help. Oh, wow. Oh. That's cool. Because mm-hmm. we, we talked about when we were, we were leaving the theater, we talked about how it's like, oh, it's similar to like Alexa. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's probably also a deeper meaning to the Yeah, name. totally. We're also talking about how like, I feel like it's irresponsible to put the yeah. the name Alexa in like a movie these days because if people are watching that shit at home and a lot of people have that kind of thing going it was on. One, we were just watching Raw and the character's name is Alexis. Oh, and yeah. That was close and it, enough. that was enough to trigger. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. Let's deep dive into some theories. Yeah. Bring them on. Uh, should we talk about the, the uh, main big one? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I don't know. Did you see this Jason one? I saw the Michael Myers one. No. Okay. So Jason, the character. In gotcha. This. this is like from like a Vulture article, but like also based off of like uh, this like rad Reddit. Reddit thing. Yeah. Um, what some view as a look of suspicion on Jason's face, like this is talking about the end. Yep. Others read more as a look of recognition. The theory, Jason and his tethered double Pluto also swapped identities. On Yeah. So basically, like, they do reference in the movie that the previous summer, Jason got lost for a little while. I have, like, some of the main articles if you want. Yeah, I would read some of this. Holy um, shit. Oh, my God. I don't even know. You can also, like, just move ahead to, like, the evidence if you, like, pay yeah. right. Um, yeah. Basically, like, the idea is, like, the summer before, mm-hmm. like, he swaps identities. Um some of the evidence being <laughs> um so some of the evidence being the werewolf mask mm-hmm. um so it just says that if we read Adelaide's final um grin through the lens of thriller mm-hmm. which um then the following shot of Jason redonning the werewolf mask can be seen in the same light a tell that he's also a monster holy shit um the tunnels Mm-hmm. Uh, as a couple of people on Reddit have pointed out, when the family's on the beach, Jason isn't building sandcastles. He's making sand tunnels, mm-hmm. which in it says, which in addition to being a feat of sand engineering, could link the character to the tethered subterranean home. Mm-hmm. Um, the closet. Jason likes to play by himself in confined darkness of the closet. And the Tyler twins think it's weird. Um, or just think that his behavior is weird in general, mm-hmm. to which Zora responds, he has trouble focusing, um, which could mean that he's a trouble kid, but um, that's what Adelaide's parents thought about her as well. Damn. Um, the drawing that Adelaide finds, mm-hmm. which we already kind of like talked about, is like pretty similar, like seeing the back of the head, mm-hmm. um, which also hints that... Jason um, basically has seen his double Mm -hmm. um, and has probably been encouraged to draw to express himself. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. The magic trick, the fact that he like doesn't know it anymore. Fuck. Mm -hmm. It's because he wasn't the one who did it. In the first place, yeah. And then Mm -hmm. the whole idea like with him attempting the magic trick like below ground the tethered was also mimicking his actions mm-hmm. but, but with- it actually worked and so like he got burned multiple uh-huh. times yeah and like yeah him holding it too close to his face or something like that Damn. um pluto it's been pointed out that pluto's the only member of the tethered family who doesn't try to murder his double 
Um, and when they are sent to play in the closet, they engage in a mirroring game, which is like, which is where they like match mm-hmm. each other. Um, they basically just like appear to have a closer bond than some of the other doubles do. Mm-hmm. Um, it also occurred to me, like thinking more about this theory, like that, um, Adelaide seems more attached to Jason than anyone else. Like, yeah. when, mm-hmm. like, the husband goes off, like, when the initial, like, standoff is happening, like, Zora goes off, the husband goes off, and, like, she's, like, the most concerned when, like, Jason is off on his own, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. And you could read that as, like, oh, he's the youngest, like, the most, like, vulnerable, or you could read that, like, through this lens, where, like, he's actually one of the only other tethereds. Mm-hmm. And Damn. also she says this thing to him like before all the stuff goes down. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, stick with me and I'll keep you safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you could kind of read that as this thing where like she's already seeing these um, like uh, coincidences. Uh-huh. And so maybe she has like a hunch that something bad is going to happen. Well, she clearly does because she says She that. says that late in like the next scene with her husband. But yeah. like that almost being a thing where it's just like this foreshadowing where it's just like, no, like I know like you are also one yeah. and so like stick yeah. with me. So we already talked about the control that he exerts over Pluto. Yeah. Um we talked about the magic trick. Um there's the rabbit. It mm-hmm. says um that if rabbits are meant to symbolize the tethered in any way a connection we understand from the opening credits onward, then the rabbit in Jason's lap at the end of the movie suggests that he too is an ex- escape tethered. That one's a little bit flimsier, but... Um, Especially because, like, Zora has, like, the rabbit on her. I feel like the rabbit's just kind of, like... Yeah, just kind of all around. around. So there's... Um, this one, it, I really like this theory. There's the tuxedo shirt that he's wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a quote. It says, Everyone's been mentioning how Jason wears a tuxedo pajama top. In the friend's house, he grabs a statue, reminding you of an Oscar. First, I thought this was Peel doing a self-insert, showing how he won an Oscar. Now I interpret it as Peel showing us that Jason has been the best actor all along. Ah! Okay, and here's going further into this. This is not something that I read, but just something that I've been thinking about. When we were watching the movie, there were a bunch of moments where um, they would kind of show the kid... Oh, there's like a little bit more, but you can read this. Um, Where they would show like the kids reaction Mm -hmm. like there's one shot in particular that I'm thinking of where they show Zora and Jason kind of like coming out from behind somewhere and seeing some carnage happening Mm -hmm. and Zora's reaction is like uh it makes sense like it's she's seeing something horrific uh but Jason's reaction is like he knows that he should react Hmm. um to something terrible going on but he's acting and when we watched it I kind of like chalked it up to like okay well he's a kid maybe he's like uh, not that great of an actor or something like that but then I looked into his IMDB and that kid's been in so much shit oh so he's fucking so he's all right he's he's okay I think he's been in more than the girl who plays Zora has been in damn um so I don't think it can just be chalked up to bad acting. I think maybe it's like this micro thing of like yeah. him acting within acting. Yeah. He also seems like 
the most calm mm-hmm. when the doppelganger family arrives because he's the one that's just like, it's us. Yeah. And it's like, he seems like he just already ex- like knew that this was a possibility mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah. And they just keep emphasizing these like moments with him that like mm-hmm. really don't have a place in the movie otherwise. Mm-hmm. Like in some ways, like... They're just spending a lot of like extra little time and extra little beats on him, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like things that don't necessarily pay off unless this theory is true. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. What are some of the other? There was like a couple other. Uh, I guess he says "kiss my anus," and this. Yeah, they're just saying like <laughs> maybe the tethered mangle speech. Well, yeah, it's just like maybe, maybe it's like a kid fucking it up, or it's, maybe it's like somebody who doesn't know. Who hasn't like the yeah. right things I mean, to say? Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, yeah. And then there's that with Adelaide herself, with like, I don't like talking, like on the beach scene, you know, when she's like says to Kitty, like, oh, I don't like, or just like, I'm not good with she, talking, or however like, yeah. she put it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Which, like, the first time through, you're just like, yeah, she's just like somebody who's experienced trauma and is just like, this is a weird situation. And yeah. You this guys don't like have anything to relate to. Triggering like, for her. Yeah. Yeah. She's in a very, Triggering environment, but like, place. yeah, like looking back at it, it's like, oh, um, yeah, no, she's probably just not as great with talking. Interesting, because she didn't learn it until she was quite a bit older. Yeah. Um. Then this is like, I guess, the person who's writing the articles, like evidence versus like the Reddit stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, Jason Voorhees, like, uh, Bailey noted us as many similarities to A Nightmare on Elm Street too, but there's something to be said for the movie's connection to Freddy Krueger's one-time rival, the other patron slasher of the 80s, and the youngest Wilson namesake, Jason. In the first Friday the 13th movie, the slasher is revealed to be Jason's mother, Mrs. Voorhees, avenging her son's death. In many, many sequels, Jason himself emerges from the murky depths to go on a killing spree wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. The connection to this film's Jason who wears a mask and has close ties to his potentially nefarious mother, suggesting something darker lurking beneath the surface. Um, mm-hmm, Jason mm-hmm. wears a shirt emblemizing... Jaws? Embla- yeah, emblazed with the famous Jaws poster, which shows a monster hidden underneath an unsuspecting human. Ah. So, like, he's a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Underneath the surface. Underneath a human. Uh, mm-hmm. So there's just like a lot of compelling evidence for this theory. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I'm 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 into it. I'm here for it. I'm into it. I buy it. Love that. Yeah. Yeah, like this article was just like Reddit's craziest theory about us. And I'm like, actually this You're like actually this is one of the most believable ones I've ever that crazy at all. I yeah, I honestly like kind of for the thing I stated, I feel like there's a lot of details that just like wouldn't be necessary. Yeah. Yeah, if that wasn't the case. I want to go watch it again so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if we like re-mentioned this, but the whole like one three snapping is like both of them being out of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um she's teaching him the wrong thing and then he like gets into it. Is on in that the wrong time. time. Yeah. 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 Um Yeah. There's a theory going around Reddit. I think it's going around Reddit, um, that uh Michael Myers is a tethered. Mm-hmm. Um and how like there's a lot of compelling uh evidence of like the jumpsuit that Michael wears mm-hmm. is very uh, reminiscent of jumpsuit that the tethered in this where uh, Michael never speaks mm-hmm. 
only uh only articulates any thoughts through guttural grunts. Mm-hmm. Um, how you know one day he just came home and murdered his sister. Uh huh. In cold blood. How like uh at least in the like the original movies, there's no like evidence to prove that there was any motivation for it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, there was a lot of like pretty convel- compelling. I'm just like, okay. It's and, funny and, to have like a theory for something that obviously can't possibly for be sure. true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just fun. And also, uh, Jordan Peele has brought up Michael Myers and Halloween as inspiration a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um. So like, I wouldn't be surprised if the tethered are derivative of Michael Myers. Right. Um, Cause like I, in, I mean, again, the anatomy of a scene, he brings up like the, um, the tethered standing outside and like not responding to any of the questions and how like he felt like there's like the one scene where like young Jason is in like the ghost costume. And he's like, I think it's in the Rob zombie versions. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes outside like if, his dad's house or something and his dad like talks to him mm-hmm. and Michael just doesn't respond and how like off-putting like directly asking somebody a question like directly talking to somebody and having them have zero yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah response to that and how unsettling that felt for him watching that and how he wanted to mm. yeah to draw inspiration from that that makes sense uh so I mean I wouldn't be I really wouldn't be surprised surprised if the tethered are uh inspired by Michael Myers. Yeah, totally. But yeah, it's just like, it was like a fun, like, like, obviously it can't be a thing. Yeah. Duh. But like, it's fun. But like, it could be. (laughs) What other kinds of theories we got going on? Uh, There was like someone asking about like the whole, uh, because like people were starting to pick apart like the jumpsuit stuff mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like the scissors, which is just like the duality, like the same object twice mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. working in unison. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like someone was like, oh, what's up with the leather glove? The glove. And Another he's just like, Michael Jackson, who are three iconic people who like wore one glove, like Michael Jackson, Freddy OJ Kruger. Simpson, Freddy Krueger, mm-hmm. like yeah. and kind of like the combination of all of that. Damn. Yep. And, and also just, like he said, like building something with a costume designer that would have kind of like a, an iconic feel to it, yeah. you know? It, yeah. and like it really whole does. Outfit, like, I mean, like the gold scissors, the fucking yeah. leather. The bright, the red. like red yeah, jumpsuit. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. yeah. The red jumpsuit really is like a look. Yeah. Like, and it's I an mean, iconic you would just look. know. And yeah. like, I think he was trying to build something that like, yeah, would be iconic, but also just like, even thinking ahead to like Halloween outfits, just like something you would mimic. And oh like, yeah, oh I'm so eager to see the Halloween costumes that come out of this. Oh yeah, how many twins? Right, just have like a feel. Yeah, I wish it. I had a twin. Yeah, I freak. I frequently think about that. Like, I wish I had a twin. Like, I could. We could do this. Mm-hmm. Um, like I always wanted one when I was like watching Orphan Black a lot. I'm mm-hmm. like, I want to cosplay some Orphan Black stuff. I wish I had an identical twin to just be a clone yeah with me that'd be fun yeah plus like just having a twin in general I feel like you're just like always have like a partner through life from yeah. like your youngest age yeah where you're just like you have you know what I'm going through right like you really have a, a built in best friend kinda yeah. hopefully ideally yeah unless they're evil unless they're Danny tethered. DeVito um <laughs> yeah 
Uh, did you say you had some? Oh, no, you just had like your notes from just from the, the movie, movie, the really garbage notes that I wrote in the dark theater. Yeah. That are like, it's a real, like, if you go from like, these notes are like, okay, mm-hmm. these ones aren't even on the lines. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. Doesn't matter. Um, did you have any more theory kind any of stuff? Any more fun theory times? Hmm. I feel like there was just so much to get into that I didn't know where to start. Yeah, the Jason theory really like captivated yeah, me. Yeah, I really wanted yeah. to do some research on like all of the names. I just didn't have time. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, we just saw this movie like two nights ago. Yeah. So. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of the basic stuff that we didn't necessarily cover, like the fact that um, Adelaide's like crushed windpipe. Right. Yeah. Um, like, is why Red, yeah. you know, talks the way that she talks. and Yeah. I had um, read something where um, Lupita said that she drew inspiration from Robert F. Kennedy Jr., um, who has, mm. I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it's something like dysphoria or something like that, where basically, like, caused by either, like, a physical or an emotional trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like, um, basically is just, like, stifling on your windpipe. So mm. um, a lot of their language is, like, um, strained. Mm. I watched... You're saying, and there was muscle spasms or something? Um, Maybe. I can't... It's a longer name than y- just that. Yeah, no. To- no, There's it's, like, like... like, a medical name. Well, yeah, it's, like, two words. It's, like, something, dis something uh. mm. Um, uh, I feel like I could probably like look it up, but I watched an interview of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. just talking about, um, it was, it was, it was anti-vax, but in this way that was like against like pro, uh, against like, uh, for profit pharmaceutical Mm. companies. Mm. So I was kind of just like, hmm. There's there's some nuts shit in here, but there's some shit that's like making a little bit of sense. I don't know. Um, oh, even just like simple stuff, like um, the dad in the 1986 uh, carnival stuff is playing like whack a mole, mm-hmm. and it's just like little people coming up from the underground, and you're hitting them you're down, hitting them back down. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, just also just like the basic read of like the entire movie just being like surface level, yeah. Uh, like having there be a like, you know, lower class that like goes ignored at, you know. Yeah. And like when you are prospering, it's often like at the expense of, you know, somebody, someone else. Mm-hmm. And like, and also like the fact that like when, you bring someone else to that level of affluence and like connections and Mm -hmm. all this other stuff, they will like end up like working in the society, you know, like fine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like people aren't different. It's like you, it's just like there's random circumstances and like the things that they happen to be born into that it's like, so that's like, we're not different. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, but we're treating each other like we're different. Just like a little thing that you and I kind of like talked about was about how like, so like Gabe is always trying to like get to that next level of affluence, like Mm -hmm. get a boat, get a dog, get the next thing. Um, But Adelaide's not really 
in that game, Alex. probably because she's already doing far better than <laughs> and what she was, what she could have been yeah. doing. Um, but like everybody else is kind of like in yeah. that rat race. It's called spasmodic dysphonia. Damn. Um, also known as laryngeal dystonia as a disorder in which the muscles that generate a person's voice go into periods of spasm. This results in breaks or interruptions in the voice, often every few sentences, which can make a person difficult to understand. The person's voice may also sound strained or they may be nearly unable to speak. Onset is often gradual and the condition is lifelong. Damn. Um, yeah, so that's what um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has, which is what I had read was like one of the people that she was like drawing some inspiration right. from for that voice. Obviously not like 100% um, just from listening to him. That was me. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, there was some clear similarities for sure. Dang. Yeah. It was cool to find out that there was like a story motivated thing behind like the voice decision. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then... Rather than it just being like a weird choice. Yeah. Which would have been fine, like I think, but like it was cool, like that there was just like... It feels mm-hmm. like wrapped up Everything's reinforced, yeah. Yeah. One little thing that um, we didn't mention, but was kind of like important um, in the movie was just um, in that scene at the um, psychologist, the mom says about young Adelaide, I just want my daughter back. Yeah. Yeah. Which Which is a very early indicator (laughs) of what's going on. Also, what's going on in that scene is um, young Adelaide is lining up all of these little animals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In the sand. In the sand. Wait, what? Oh, meaning the... Like, Hands Across America? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. That is weird. Like on a beach. In the sand. Hmm really like line up with the rest of the stuff though because like she wouldn't be the one to do that because she didn't ever see hands across america that's true yeah well maybe that's when uh maybe it's just maybe a there's some tethered shit going on there weird thing that she's doing i don't know but that is what is happening in that scene yeah which also like it could just be a coincidence it could be, or just like, um, just kind of like with some of the stuff where it's like, it's not explicitly always about the character. It's just about having it's about the foreshadowing more so. Easter yeah. eggs. And yeah. it's not always just like telling you something explicit, like, yeah. like Zora having like rabbit shirts. I don't really think it means much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, do you guys have any more theories to yeah. dive into? Do you think it passes the Bechdel test? Um, I think it might. I think it. I hundred percent. So. Flying colors. Yeah, I would say red that it does. and Adelaide have lots of conversations. Adelaide Zora and Kitty and Kitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. I think so. Yeah, I mean. Adelaide and Zora talking about driving the car. I think there's, yeah, a lot of examples. Zora and the does. twins talking about going swimming. Yep. Um, do you think it passes the Russo test? No. This movie is very straight. Pretty hetero. Um, what's the other one? 
Makamori. Makamori. Yeah. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Red's a whole it's like two arcs. Yeah. Yeah. Red and Adelaide. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you had one interesting theory about patriarchy. Yeah, I just like it's it's one that I wanted to rewatch the movie to mm-hmm. like be able to analyze because I'm not really sure, but it seemed like it was hinting at ideas about it just because Gabe is making a lot of decisions for the family that are motivated by what he wants mm-hmm. and not necessarily what's best for the family. Mm-hmm. So like going out on a day on the beach is like it's to see his friend mm-hmm. and to like show off to Even his friend. Even though Adelaide clearly doesn't want it. Getting yeah. like the boat mm-hmm. was not in anyone else's interest but his. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like the general like wanting of other stuff and also like trying to take control of situations. So he mm-hmm. like manipulates her into going to the beach mm-hmm. and then you know, when everything's like com- like coming down initially mm-hmm. and like the family's there, it's like he's trying to be the one in control when like he's going out there to face them. Adelaide already knows it's a problem. So she's doing what actually needs to be done, which yeah. is call the police. Mm-hmm. And then like it's explicitly stated after they've killed the Tylers and like after the news report when he's like, we can just stay here. And, like, what, like, we're just going to, like, have to find another place. It's just, like, what better situation are we going to be in? And, mm-hmm. like, she's, like, the Tylers were in this house and murdered. Like, they are ahead of us in this plan. Like, we need to, like, we be on the go. move. Yeah. Like. She, like, explicitly says, you're not making the decisions anymore. Yeah. yeah. And so um, my feeling was, like, is there something with, like, subverting the patriarchy and kind of, like, is there a, a lot more through lines that I'm not catching mm-hmm. about like yeah. this sort of like power dynamic? It's like at every turn, she's the one to make all of the decisions about like that actually get shit done yeah. in a way. Mm-hmm. And like even at the end, like, you know, like he's at the ambulance with Zora. She essentially goes off to the final mm-hmm. climax, mm-hmm. third act sort of like yeah. turning points herself and yeah. handles that shit. Yeah. He's just waiting you know waiting yeah and like i don't know i thought that was an interesting dynamic to add Mm -hmm. and i wonder if there's like more like subtext to read into that yeah do you guys have any more you want to talk about us no i feel like i could talk about it for a long time but i feel pretty content with what we've covered i thought it looked beautiful yeah it it kind of felt like a step up in a way, like adding more like visual dynamics mm-hmm. from like Get Out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, not that Get Out was bad, but just like Get Out was kind of like a smaller story yeah. Yeah. And thing. And this is just even just like cutting into like the 1986 Santa Cruz, like yeah, it just looked like pristine and beautiful. Even though it was like night, it looked like also like clean and like yeah. sharp and. It was a lot of like wider angles yeah. for a lot of that stuff. Oh, and there's one moment in the 1986 stuff where the mom mentions like, oh, they're like m- filming a movie out here. And yeah. the movie that they're talking about is Lost Boys. I was going to say, is it Lost Boys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, Specifically like the carousel scene, someone was saying, just because mm-hmm. like that would have timed out. Hmm. Damn. Damn. That's cool. Because it's like, oh, yeah, they're like shooting something by the carousel. Yeah. And like, they're looking for extras. Why don't you go over there? Oh, yeah. 
Which, how awesome would it be if she did go over there? They do like a little... Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, you know, showing them filming it yeah, <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah. That would Dude. be cool. And then you go back and watch Lost Boys and there is somebody who looks strikingly like this girl. That'd be like something cool to like reverse engineer. Yeah, wow, right? Like look for like an extra in a movie and mm-hmm. then like f- do the flip side of that for yeah. your yeah. story. Yeah, that'd be wild. That'd be fucking fun. Yeah. Do you know what we're talking about next time? No. What are, oh, is it you? It's my birthday. <gasps> it's your birthday. birthday so we're talking about Inland Empire. Inland Empire and... Elephant. Elephant. Ha ha. Ha ha. That'll be fun. I'm sleepy. I'm also sleepy. And also, should we make something to eat? Probably. Let's get out of here. Bye. Oh, goodbye. Bye. Blood Sisters is produced by Amy Holston, Erica Holston, and Jolina Hosa. You can hear all our episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you like what we're doing, leave us a review. Connect with us on Facebook at facebook.com slash bloodsisterspodcast and on Twitter at Drunk and Scared. Email us at bloodsistersmedia at gmail.com. <laughs>